Hi. Welcome. Welcome to the Lunch Plus broadcast. <laughs> we have a great show for you today. Yeah, we do. I can't breathe out of my nose. These noses are brought to us by Eddie and Lynn Shimpock and the Wednesday Night Life Group at Bobby and Candy Corn's house. <laughs> they sewed them into us for today, so here you go. That's why we look like Rudolph. Or it. Either way. <laughs> I guess I was gonna say Rudolph is holier, but Maybe. I, I guess it is. Anyway. You sound you have like this very distinction between like being super nasally and then very congested. I, I have to really like focus <laughs> to try to keep it from doing that. <laughs> it's Can you weird do the voice experience. that you were doing before? I'm watching you, Wazowski. Always watching. Well, there was that one, but can you do the oh. table of contents in your oh. deep, like, butler voice? This is what we have going on today. <laughs> First off, we have, will it bake right? After will it bake right, we will be going into a time of confessions. After confessions, we will be doing Q&A. And we have a good question for you today. Today, we will be answering the question from one of our viewers. What is discernment? After that, we have, ooh, what's the word? You just sounded like a wrestling ring. I know, like. right there at the end, I, I wanted to get into that. I was also super glad that w the camera was not on me because my water bottle hit my nose and it just like exploded all over my sweater, yeah, I, so. I, I can't drink my coffee. <laughs> William says, of all the people to give you those, Mr. Shimpak would be the one to do it. Yeah. For sure. Um, yes, a pastor is like crying laughing in the comments. I'm enjoying watching this happen because his hand is, is very steady, but also nervous about it. I had to adjust my nose for a second. <laughs> okay, today it's Thursday. We're so excited to have you. Comment, tell us who you are, where, we're watch where we're watching from, where you're watching from. So that way we can say hi to you. Abby is on. She says, love in the kitchen. Um, I'm assuming the kitchen was on accidentally. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I do. Uh, <laughs> Marky. <oops>. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Julie says, so funny. William says hello with hieroglyphics. I think. Sure. I, I'm going to guess that it's Korean. Is it Korean, William Aldridge? William, did you just go to like Word and get like wingdings like, and just type hello and then copy and paste it? Like, is that where that's from? <laughs> I think it's Google Translate because that's what I've been doing. It's true. Okay, let's hop into our first question of the day. Wait, wait, why are you You're right! Hey! Wait, sorry. <laughs> why, do you, why does your voice sound so normal? I don't know. And like, uncongested. Well, actually, I, I do know. It's because with singing, I've trained myself to not Use speak through my nose. Like, oh. I, and I'm working to grow in that, but I've spent a lot of time... Use your diaphragm? Yes. So, that is, that is where that is. William says he has a Wingdings keyboard. What? You... What? Interesting. I love William. Okay, question one. Let's hop in. Can you whistle? Probably not right now. But <laughs> you can actually whistle super well. Can I? I think so. I'm Thank pretty you. sure it's you I'm thinking of. I know Kevin can whistle really well. Are you quitting on the nose? <laughs> I want to. I really do. This is, this is a lot less enjoyable than I expected it to be. This is actually like... Probably a form of torture in some places. <laughs> Johnny says he can. Rachel says she can. I can, but like one note. And it's... Like, can and you I... go up a note? There you go. <laughs> it doesn't okay. sound that, good. That sounded like a super <laughs> creepy version of it. 
Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, Stranger Things version of, of Hunger Games. William says he can certainly whistle. Uh, Pamela says that she can. Abby says, yep, Jade loves it. <laughs> Jade has a theory about serial, no. People who whistle yes. like crazy. Yes. Essentially. Yep, that, that's what it is. I had to train, yeah. <laughs> I had to train myself on how to whistle because I had braces for seven years oh. and it was super hard to whistle with that. So I had to yeah. look up how to do it. How to whistle? Yep. Did that help? I it feel did. like that's just something that. It did. Really? Yep. However, I've tried to like snap my fingers by having someone actually teach me. And pa like pastors tried to teach me how to snap my fingers. Yeah. I've had many people try to teach me. And it's just the Lord has not unlocked that in me yet. <laughs> well, you know, the sound of snapping your fingers doesn't come from like the fingers. It comes from when your finger smacks against your, your inner thumb palm thing. That's what I hear. That's where that sound comes That's from. That's what I hear. But have I done it yet? Nope. So this happens regularly when we're setting up. That's a, Usually a, that song in particular. Yes. I messed up a little bit because <laughs> I can't breathe out my nose. Marky <laughs> is laughing so hard in the booth and I, okay, question number two. <laughs> Just to get back to the question. That we yes. Have. have you had surgery? <laughs> is that what that says? Can you read cursive? Can you read cursive? Can you is behind the camera? So I need to be glass house that, with you that, guys. That's an interesting cursive. This is like falling off my nose. I'm done. Thank for you. For right now. Amen. Oh, that was really satisfying to watch. Um, <laughs> I'm just glad I didn't flick my nose. So I need to be honest with you. We have asked you guys so many questions <laughs> that I feel like we've exhausted the internet. So I, I pulled this week's questions from a Facebook survey. <laughs> you know, the ones that like older people will fill out and that you secretly want to fill out, but you don't fill out. That's where these questions originated from today. Um, William yes. said, yep, on both me tonsils and me teeth. That's <laughs> what he said. Williams, or William Markey says, I tested the snapping theory by placing an envelope in my palm. How does that help you snap? No, I, the sound thing. So. Marky is just like aggressively hitting the envelope <laughs> with her fist back there. Like, um, like <laughs> but Grayson said, "Do wisdom teeth count?" I would say yes, because well, depending I mean, on they, the type, right? Yeah, I mean, because I, whenever I had my wisdom teeth taken out, they put me under. Yeah, um, they knocked me out. Yeah, I think so. if you use anesthesia and they're cutting something, that that counts as surgery. Yeah, Johnny says yes. Now, um, if you can give more details. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my curiosity would just like to know more than just yes. My curiosity would like to know yes. Deb says, yup, knee, teeth, wisdom, and sinus surgery. <laughs> I, love, I love the parenthesis, wisdom. <laughs> I have, if we're counting wisdom teeth removal, then I have had surgery okay. to remove my wisdom teeth because two of them were Impacted, yes, exactly, Grayson. Uh, she said all four of yours, oh, she had all four out and two were impacted. Same as mine. That's what I did. Two were like beneath the gums and only had half come out and the other two were observing. And uh -huh. I, yeah, Marky says three of hers were impacted and she turned it into a she competition. Said, I win. <laughs> well, four of mine. No, I'm just kidding. Mine were actually fine. Johnny oh, said he had one. six teeth cut out. What? Good gravy! That's not fun. I've got to tell you, having my wisdom teeth out was really, it, it happened like 
four months into marriage, George and I were brand new married, and they had me on like these crazy like pain med things, and my body has reacted super strongly to pain medicine, like really strong. And so George realized after day two, I've got to stop it. <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening. And I started going through like intense withdrawals where I would, it's super hot, it's super cold, it, my face is itchy, what's going on? So it was a really good marriage test of, will your husband love you when you look like a crazy person? person detoxing from Vicodin and he did and he fed me sherbet and it was great <laughs> what a fun experience what a next fun question experience buddy's done with this one next <laughs> uh, what's the last song you heard Grayson said she had the same experience with Vicodin the last song I heard was the opening to the Andy Griffith show <laughs> And all of you probably will have to say the same thing. Pick a, pick a recorded song. Oh, that that's one doesn't gonna be count. Samesies. Okay. Samesies. Um, Samesies. What was the last song you heard? Because I can't think. Uh, you can think. Well, I mean, I just, it left my mind. And I, I, understand. I have to think. I understand. I, I need time to think, is what I meant to say. That's a good one. Um, so I have to pull up my phone to look at my music. Oh, no, I do know. Um, this morning I listened to music on my way into prayer, and I listened to Teddy's, or Evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth's CD, uh, Junior, and the last song I listened to was Greatly to be Praised by Ted Shuttlesworth Junior. Boom. You listened to Teddy's Evangelist Teddy Senior CD Junior. Not Senior, <laughs> Evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth CD. Junior's you said CD's CD. Junior. Well, I didn't want it. I didn't want to say it and then have them assume that Ted Shuttlesworth Senior has, has a CD. Too. Yeah, he has CDs. Too. He has a singing CD. Yeah, he has two. Yeah. Marky says he has two. I did not know. More yeah. Shuttlesworth things to buy. All right, they're coming in. Yep. Joni says Waymaker in Spanish. That's very bilingual of you. That's cool. Um, let me think. William says Acres by Sam Galaitri. I don't know that. Abby says, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Michael mm -hmm. Buble. Grayson says, Jake and the Neverland Pirates theme song. Oh, that's cute. The last one I can think of was some kind of weird uh, Christmas song that was like Celtic, like a Celtic Christmas song. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It came up on my Pandora playlist. That's the last one I can remember actually listening to. Grayson says, Waymaker in Spanish is better than in English. Try and change my mind. I've never heard it in Spanish. I need to go do that. <laughs> I'm excited. Who sings it in Spanish? Is, Probably the same. Well, Sinach. Sinach? Not Sin. So is it her that sings it? Um, it what? Eos says, Weapon of Choice, Fat Boy Slim. I don't know who that is, but the name is super fun. <laughs> he sounds equal. That sounds like an oxymoron. Equal parts fat and slim. It's true. Okay, last question of the day. Let's hop into our very last one. Super quick. Have you ever broken a bone? Yes. Does a fracture count? Yes. Then yes. Yep. How did you break okay. yours? Yeah, well, so again, in the comments, don't just say yes. We, need, we want details. Um, <laughs> I broke my wrist cleaning. Um, just to clarify. How do you clean? It's cleaning is a weightlifting technique. You pull up the bar and then that you was jump misleading. up. I know, right? That was mean. Um, so, like, uh, I told my spotter, I got this, which was my mistake. Because you don't tell your spotter, you got this. It's, I'm sure there's a spiritual lesson in that somewhere. 
pulled it up, bounced it off my chest, fell, and then the bar landed and then fractured wrist. The visual in my head of you aggressively cleaning the windows was way funnier. Oh. <laughs> Grayson um. says she has. How'd you break? How'd you break a bone? Deb says no. Rachel says that she sprained both of her wrists. William says my old skelly bones remain intact. I love that William talks like a pirate and an <laughs> old man at the same time. I like, know. I, yes, in, in my teeth and in my <laughs> I b fractured my right wrist um, during a basketball game in junior high. I played basketball, and I was waiting to, um, to come onto the court. So I had, like, a bag of popcorn. I was walking up to where my team was, and the steps on the bleachers, no joke, were, like, this tall. Like, they were very small, and they had recently changed, so I was used to taking bigger steps. Anyway, I tripped on the steps, but... The glory of the Lord, before I knew him, had the you popcorn. Didn't drop your popcorn. Oh, I did. I dropped oh. my popcorn, but it flew on the opposing team's head um, while oh. they were on the court. So that was exciting. Oh. <laughs> but then the pride cometh before the fall. The humility for me was falling in my principal's lap, and he caught me like a baby. So I'm, it was really embarrassing all the way around. But I enjoyed, you know, throwing things on the opposing team. Johnny's intense. Broke my hand, broke all my ribs a few times, broke my nose four times. Four times? <laughs> oh, wow. That's... Well, Johnny wins. Yep. <laughs> Your mom said that she broke a bone in a sled accident. I was there. Oh. It was... Do you hear the it... empathy off screen? Yeah, but, <laughs> but here's the thing. It was epic. We were... We were... No, no, this was like, what, six or seven years ago? Um, we were sledding down a very steep hill, and there was a ramp, and my mom's like, I'm going to hit it. <laughs> and she hit it, like, spinning. So it, it was cool, but then she got hurt. So it was and worth it then for it the was moment. Less, yeah, then it was less cool. Miss Chris, but, I want you to visit. I want <laughs> to meet you in person so much. <laughs> but it was awesome, though. Pamela says, yes, right wrist. My sister was laying on her back. I was sitting on her feet, and she pushed me in the air and landed on my wrist. Clean break, never hurt, thank goodness. I was like eight. See, that, that is important information, because I'm like, did you do this yesterday? Like, do you and your sister do, like, weird stretching exercises together? Like, so, interesting. Well, we have lots of broken bones. Praise God that Johnny Shaver is no longer being injured. Amen. Amen. And with that, we're going to hop into our first segment, Will It Bake Right? And today, it's good. we're going to have some new stuff on Will It Bake Right? We're excited about it. Put in the comments if you have high expectations on today's food tasting good. And I'm going to hand it over to Marky, Abby, and Kevin. Stick around, share the broadcast while we give you the opportunity to do it. And we're going to hand it over to the baking crew.
What's right, bakery? Hey guys. We have Hi. an awesome broadcast for you today. I'll go over the table of contents with you. So right now it is What's Right Bakery. As you can see, there's a kitchen behind us. And then we are going into confessions with Kevin. And he <laughs> with just me, found just, out. Just found he out, just found out right a now. A minute ago, yeah. Right, about 20 <laughs> seconds ago. He's doing confessions. And after that, it's Q&A. And Bali's answering it. Can I tell them the question that it is? What is it's it's this, what is discernment? I, that's what I thought it was, but I was All like, right. I don't want to put it out in the air if it's wrong. But yeah, it, the question is, what is discernment? Have you ever wondered what is discernment? <laughs> Buddy's gonna be answering that, and then we're gonna have an awesome time of what's the word. But right now, what's it is word? what's right bakery time. Yes, let's make some stuff. Yes, <laughs> I said all that really fast. Yes, I did it. Good but job. We're, okay, so today. Guys, whoa! This is actually going to be good. Guys, <laughs> it's different today. We're, we're mixing things up a little bit today. Okay, we are. We're going to challenge ourselves today. It's going to be like a game today. It's going to be really fun. So this is this is what we're doing today. We have to see in five minutes if we can make all this. Okay. In five okay. minutes, hurry, hurry. we can make what okay. we're doing. Okay. Okay. I'm hurrying. I'm hurrying. Okay, guys. So, oh, I need to tell you guys what it is that we're doing. We're not yeah. doing muffins today. We did muffins for like a long time, but we're not doing like muffins. A year. Uh, this is wrapped weird, but we're doing cinnamon rolls. Yay! Isn't that exciting? Yes, it is. I'm yes. very we're excited. Doing I love cinnamon rolls. rolls. Are you guys excited? I love them. Yes. So let's see what it's we're gonna it. mix them up. Yeah. Right so I'll just go ahead and tell them what what okay. the ingredients are. Okay. 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 As I'm telling you guys these, as I'm telling you what the cinnamon rolls are gonna be, I need you to comment and let me know where you're at with it. If you think it's gonna be good, if you think it's gonna bake right, or if you think it's gonna bake wrong, I need you to comment and let me know. So. First cinnamon roll type, it is bacon, bacon, bacon. and cinnamon roll. Oh yeah, second That's bound to be amazing. It's it work. is sausage, sausage. Uh, cinnamon roll sausage. Okay. Third is apple. Okay. So um, that one I feel like is the underdog. Yeah, I don't think that yeah. I, I'm, I'm more excited about card. the other ones. Tell me what you guys think. We Are you excited about bacon. the bacon, sausage, apple? Anybody actually excited about the apple? Like, ooh. I'll, yeah, I'm going to try it one I, way or the other, yeah. but okay. I'm okay. more excited about the bacon. So let me know, guys. Do you think those are going to bake right, yes or no? Or if you have a favorite or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But can you, can you, sh how are we doing this today? You were the mastermind yes. behind this. So in order to do this all in five minutes, we need to multitask. Yes. So we all need to, so what, what we'll be doing is one of us will, I will be cutting the apple because yes. we're going to need it super thin to roll up in. And then we're going to need Mr. Kevin and he's going to be like unrolling the cinnamon roll so we can like roll the stuff up in there. So and then Marky's going to be cooking our sausage and our bacon. I'm, I'm going to try to roll it all up and get it cooked in time. It <laughs> was really loud. Was. So um, the reason why that was wrapped like that <laughs> was because I opened this up last night <laughs> and I needed Who to knew? not. I wasn't thinking properly about it. So I opened it up last night and then we had to rewrap it. You gotta do what you but, gotta do, you know. Yeah, we'll we'll okay. work through it. All right, should I start a five minute timer? Yes. Oh, oh yes. Okay. Five minute okay. timer. I gotta wait until you start. Are you okay. ready? What am I doing? Sausage I was distracted by how loud that was. Sausage and bacon Sausage cooking. and bacon. I'm, I'm making this bacon? Stove. Yep, it's all, it's all in here. Oh, it's all in here. Yeah, it's, it's in the fridge. Where it's in the fridge. You can't start yet. You can't start yet. I'm going to show you. You got to show them. Look. Okay. Look, we have stuff in the it's fridge, guys. It's in the fridge. Look. Okay. All right, are we ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you guys ready? Do you think we can do this? Oh, you can't start yet. I thought you started it. I'm sorry. Do you guys think that we can do this in five minutes? I don't know. Okay. One, two, three, go. Okay. All right. I'm taking so. the bacon out. 
And okay. I'm putting it in my skillet. All right. I'm trying to unroll like, without losing like my everything. Skillet. I'm putting it in. All right, I'm gonna not cut my hand. And yes, Hallelujah. Thank you. No blood on screen. Okay. So I gotta get these super thin. I'm turning right, this, on the, the, the stove top. I, I'm gonna lick my fingers though, because <gasps> it's cinnamon. Okay. The bacon okay. and the sausage is cooking. It's okay. How's it going with you is guys? It, is it sizzling? It's going pretty I can't well. hear it sizzling, Sizzle, Marky. sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. <laughs> I hear it. Whoa. All right, I got our it's three. It's good. I'm getting these super thin. I got our three going. You got three? All right. I think yes. the apples are ready. Okay. So I'm ready. ready? <gasps> Look at how paper thin I got them. <laughs> it's okay. All right. All right, so on one of them, I'll start. Look, it's the bacon. Yeah, it's done. Oh, yeah. Well, better watch out for the oil roll popping. It, but I'm roll I know, it, right? I know, yes. William. All right, now if you can roll. All right, we're rolling the apple one oh, right yeah, now. Oh, so I'm nice. trying to roll apple into cinnamon roll. Can you guys see him rolling that? It's you swirling, see that? Rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> we have it's a human. No, we don't. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Just because we're getting a little messy, we need a little bit. A little bit of help with that, but not bad. Good job, looky there, the mysterious okay. hand of Okay, we have three minutes and 36 right. seconds left. I got the apples okay. done. So here, here's bacon. the bacon. Here's bacon. the bacon. Okay, I'm going to have to tear this up a little bit and try to spread it out. There ain't no way I'm getting that big old thing. Here's mm -hmm. the sausage. Guys, and the we're almost sausage. done. And then we get to taste it Cut and it find out if Make the end product tastes good. Are you guys excited? All right. And should we Rolling. go ahead and pour the... Oh, the icing on. Rolling bacon. Before we cook it, we're trying something new. So this is twice Where is the cooked icing? bacon. It's in so here. it was cooked, and now it's we're going to cook it somewhere. again inside the cinnamon roll. Don't you guys just like want to cook Not with us? Not raw. Like, wouldn't oh, that be yeah. fun? Like just like go out and like cook and. Okay. Because we're so good at this. Sausage on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm sausage have to on. Cut it. I need a napkin too. Okay, guys. So Alrighty. okay, I want you to vote now. What is going to be the best? Vote now. Bacon. Sausage or apple? Which one is going to be the winner today? I want, I want to know. Mm -hmm. right. Okay, so we, this is how they looked pre-cooked. Yeah. <gasps> Almost well, lost one. Went that was loud. Do you guys have like a fit one right. that you think is going to be the best? Uh, bacon. Oh, bacon? I'm betting on the bacon. I think sausage. I think the sausage is going to be the best. I'm, I'm just glad because I didn't get to eat breakfast, so sausage is, you know, oh, some yes. substantial meat yes. right there. I'm gonna Look, okay, we have two minutes and 19 <laughs> seconds. We oh. are, we are. We're ahead of the game. We're ahead of the game. I was we going to say we're killing it, but that doesn't look so proper. They're so pretty. Look good. how pretty. Look at how pretty. Look at that. Okay. Oh, Billy said apple. <gasps> apple? Apple, you know, really? She's the, she's I, going for the underdog. I think it's going to be yummy. Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. Can you put it in the oven? Yes, let's bake Bacon. Bacon in the bacon. Bacon the bacon. Okay, I'm putting it in the oven. Got a little bit of a mess. <gasps> oh, the icing. Oh, oh no, save the icing. You can't lose the icing. <laughs> you gotta eat that. Okay. Yes, oh, ow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I stepped on my thing. All right, watch out. The knife's in the... Perfect. They're oh, in the oven. We're waiting for the ding. We're waiting for the ding. We're still waiting for the ding. The ding's gonna happen soon, I think. Ding! There it is. We have okay. a ding. Okay. okay, they're there. We have a ding. They're there. And we got to cut them into slices so we can taste them. Oh. Ooh, ah. mm. Red. 
fresh. They look pretty. Steaming. Look at that. The oven cooked them so fast. Yes, it's a miracle. It did. Ooh, they look good. Okay, let's put look our first that. picture up. I want to show yep. you the final product. So that's the bacon. bacon. We're trying the bacon one first. Bacon. Bacon and cinnamon roll. Do you guys think it's going to be good? Let me know. What are you thinking? How can it go wrong? How? Really? Yeah. I mean, how can you? How can you go wrong? Yeah. All right. We little, cut little that into okay. slices. Okay, go ahead. Look at that. Go ahead. Okay, we're trying it. Whatever you like. Cinnamon roll <laughs> with bacon inside. We're trying it. Bacon. I went all in on that one. It's good. It's good. What do you think? Mm -hmm. You like it? Mm -hmm. You like it? Mm -hmm. You like it? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's the icing is really good with the bacon. Mm. And this like cinnamon. that sweet and smoky. Mm -hmm. That's good. Very good. That's a new product mm -hmm. to be on the market right there. Mm. Are oh, you yeah. excited bacon about bits, this? Bacon bits in there. Mm. Are you are you pleasantly surprised, I, Kevin? I, yeah. You are. I am. <laughs> That's good. It's not even like too chewy or anything because mm -hmm. they were twice cooked, so they're mm -hmm. so bacon. It's good. Bacon's a plus. And and the, oh, yeah. and the cinnamon roll. Did it bake right? It did bake. Absolutely. Right. Totally right. It did bake right. So Got my you, vote. If you thought that it was going to bake right, you were right. You were good right. job. You're right. Okay. Bacon Let's put up our next picture. Um, is that that's the, the sausage? That's the apple? No, that's the sausage on the bottom. I can't tell. You can clearly see the sausage. That's apple. apple. Okay, yeah. that's the sure? apple. It looked like a chunk uh -huh. of sausage on the bottom. Okay, so we're trying the apple next. Yeah, better, better vision. So we'll, <laughs> at, we'll see. It was Billy. Billy. Oh, Billy said apple pie has cinnamon in it. Yes, that's uh, like lots. Yeah, it goes together. That's true. Okay. Okay, go okay. for it. All right, we can do Get this. Get yourself a chunk and. Okay, what do you guys think? I'm going all in again. Hmm. Let me think. You like it? That's good. You have a smile. He has a smile on his face. That's good. He likes it. You like it? I can't really taste it. You can't really taste it. Okay, I think it's good. Yeah. Mine had a lot. I think of, it works. Mine had a lot of. I apple. got it. You got yeah, it. It was good. I Very it. good. That's it good. was like apple pie. Mm. Yeah, very much so. And I'm not a huge apple, apple pie person, pie. but it was Kind good. of more like cobbler where you mm. get that little soft doughy. Mm. That's true. William said apple <laughs> cinnamon flavored things are quite good. So mm. I think apple will be good. So yes. William, was William, William right? Absolutely. William was it's right. Fantastic. It worked. It did work. Oh, Johnny had said apple. I think he was thinking apple would be his favorite one. It, it was it very, very good. good. It is very good. Very so, different than the bacon, but it's very good. Okay, we have our last one. We can put our, our picture up of our last cinnamon roll option. It's a sausage. It is cinnamon roll with sausage. Mm -hmm. I think this one I think is going to be really good. I'm excited yeah. for this one. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying it. Ladies? It's, oh, it's, it's like, like a oh wishbone. No. <laughs> it is. It's like separated. It's apart so easy. Oh, no. Where's the sausage? Oh, okay. It, it didn't get cut all the way through. <gasps> you got That'll chipped work. on the sausage. Yeah. I'm already eating it, Chip. guys. She's eating it. Whoa. I'm eating it. Whoa. It's good. It works. It's perfect. I'm watching. It's perfect. It's like you just put mm -hmm. both in your mouth and they work together. Very good. Do you like it? Mm-hmm. Cinnamon roll and sausage works. I will be doing this for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Again. It's not bad, but it's not as good as the bacon. Oh, really? Really. Okay. I like it the works. with the bacon. So what was your favorite today? Ooh, tough I like one. I like the bacon best. You like the bacon best? Yep. That's my favorite. Yeah. Which one did you like best, Kevin? I'm kind of leaning toward the apple, honestly. What? Yeah. Wow, I did the apple's not see underdog. that coming. 
Well, guys, if you are making cinnamon rolls anytime soon, mm. we tested it out for you guys, and you can literally put bacon inside of it, or you can uh, put sausage underneath it, Mm -hmm. Or you can put apple in it, and it works. All of them work. It was I don't, good. This, they, a lot of times it's like mm -mm. one of them will be good, and like one of them is like, I don't know about that. But I think they actually all work today, yes. which is that was awesome. Impressive. Today oh, okay. was a success. Woo. So praise the Lord. Now you guys know. You saw it first here, I think. I'm pretty sure I haven't <laughs> seen that anywhere else. You saw it first here. Now we're moving on to confessions with Kevin. We'll see you in a minute. everybody, welcome to Confessions. We want to take this time to speak the Word of God over our life and uh, expect God to move through it into us and uh, see this stuff actually manifest in our life. We, we trust the Word of God. We trust God to bring it to pass. So we want to confess it and speak it out in, in truth and love to, to um, our families and our future um, and our current circumstances because God's truth overrules circumstances and facts. So bear with me here. I got to put it up. We're going to read it and uh, confess it over our lives. So let's start at the top. We walk in the fullness of faith, hope, and love. We win souls. We love righteousness, hate sin, walk in holiness, and are anointed by God. There's a whole lot in all that confession right there. We walk in the fullness, the fullness, okay? So not just a little bit, the fullness of faith, hope, and love. So let's put our, our, uh, an eye into this and do this in the first person, okay? Put that up one more time for me. I walk in the fullness of faith, hope, and love. I win souls. I love righteousness. I hate sin. I walk in holiness. And I am anointed by God. Amen. Amen. Make it a habit to confess the word of God over your life. It's powerful. It brings a change to your mind, the renewing of your mind through the word of God. So just continue to do that. When God speaks a word to you, confess it over your life and into your circumstances and into your, your, uh, your facts. Okay, so we're going to move on to our next segment, uh, which is Q&A with uh, Buddy and Pastor. I have a great question for you today, so get ready to put in your comments. Let us know where you're watching from. Um, if you want to comment on the question, please do. You know, we're, we're here to help you guys. We want to sow into you. That is the aim of this broadcast, to bring blessing to the people who are watching and taking part with us over the Internet. So give us just a second. We'll be right back with that in just a minute.
And it's not Q&A just yet. Breaking news. I did just sing that. Breaking news before we hop into Q&A. We forgot to talk about it at the top of the hour. I wanted to make sure that you know, I'm really excited, which is why I'm hitting the table. Tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Pastor Brian is going to be going live with Pastor PJ Oliveira. I don't want to mispronounce it, but he's going to be going live. It's with uh, Marked Faith Fellowship Church, and Pastor Brian's going to be having a Facebook Live video with him. We will share it to this page. We'll share it probably to the Boomerang page as well, but we wanted to make sure that you knew it was happening. Our pastor does not just do things to do them. So if he's going to be on a video, it is because the Lord ordained it and asked him to do it, which means there's a live word for you tonight. So make sure that you are able to watch. If you can't watch live, make sure you go back to watch the replay of it, but it'll be live tonight at 7:30. And because we love you, we wanted to make sure that you knew about it. So that's the breaking news report that we have here on Lunch Plus. Now I'm, I'm going to hand it over to Buddy and Pastor. So, Buddy, I'm done taking the camera. It's now your turn. Question and answer with Buddy and Pastor. Welcome to Q&A. Uh, this is the part of the show where we just take some time to answer your questions about God, about faith, the Bible, etc., etc. Um, obviously, there's a nice little space here. Pastor's going to be here in just a second. But guys, we want to encourage you. Uh, you know, we, it, one of the greatest acts of humility is to ask questions. Um, one of, honestly, one of the greatest ways to experience growth is to ask questions. If you want to grow in your relationship with God, you've got, you got to be willing to ask questions, um, especially to, to, to spiritual authorities. I, I, I'm holding this. I'm being really spiritual while I'm holding a clown nose. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, guys, it's very important for us to ask questions and to ask questions regularly. I mean, if you've ever been reading through Scripture and, uh, and, you know, you read something, it kind of sticks out to you. You're like, I don't really understand that. I don't really know why that's there. Ask questions. You know, uh, seek wisdom. Seek counsel. The Bible says, in a multitude of counsel, there is safety. So, guys, w that, with all that being said, we want you to send us your questions. If you have any questions about God, the Bible, Christianity, life, uh, anything on, on those lines, please Feel free to send us a, a message. You can send us a message on Facebook. You can go to whatsright.org and send us a message there. Uh, but we want to answer your questions. Uh, so feel free, send them to us. And if there's a biblical answer, we will make sure we get that to you. Um, because ultimately what matters the most, and I know we say this a lot, but it's important. What matters the most is what does the Bible have to say? And if there's a biblical answer, we want to get that to you. So, and, and I just want to add this as well. 
you know, if you, if you have a question, odds are there's probably someone else who has that same question as well, especially like on our viewers. You know, there's probably someone else who has that question. So feel free. We want you to send us your questions. Uh, and we have a great question that we're going to be answering today sent by one of our viewers. Uh, the question that we're going to be answering today is this. It says, what is discernment? And uh, the question in its fullness was, you know, what is discernment? Because, you know, we hear a lot of people say, well, you know, I, I just, God has given me the gift of discernment. I've been using the gift of discernment. And this was a part of the question. This is a question I've had myself, you know, because what I used to think was discernment, now I look back and recognize it was probably cynicism. So we're going to be, oh my goodness. You're a lot taller than me. He had to zoom that out. <laughs> I can fix it. Well, hi. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. You look good. Thank you. You got a little blemish on your nose. Though. I, I was, uh, had a little, had, had a little run in with the wall today. Oh, is that what that yeah, was? Yeah, sorry. I, I missed my discernment. <laughs> I see that. Yeah, I, 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 my discerning radar was fouled up this morning. So well, I'm, I'm sure it's not nothing a little cover up can fix. No, you know, it's, it's, uh, I can, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> was, you were? I was not, which I probably you didn't should have. Dis, you didn't discern that I might be silly? <laughs> I did not discern that. Not at all. You were talking so seriously about the Bible. I was, so I thought you would, you know. Yeah, I know. Come we'll in go into like, Here's the answer. <laughs> not coming. I ran into a wall. <laughs> There's a place. Shoo! Gracious, what happened? <laughs> Well, you I, laid hands I feel you healed. <laughs> I feel healed. <laughs> there's a, uh, in discernment, you know, there's a couple of different areas of discernment that we want to talk about today. And discernment is very, very important in our lives. Uh, without discernment, we'll find ourselves in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. A lot of times doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have ongoing discernment, but then you also have the gift of discernment. We talked about it the other night, actually, at uh, mm -hmm. our men's group. Yeah. But uh, just wanted to look at these. Uh, there were a couple of scriptures that I thought were really good concerning uh, discernment. Mm -hmm. And uh, number one is Hebrews 5.14, and you had found this one. It says, but solid food is for the mature, mm. and because of practice, they have their senses trained to discern good and evil. They have their senses trained to discern good and evil. Then you have another scripture, which is Matthew 16, 3. It says, and in the morning, there will be a, st uh, they'll say, in the morning, there'll be a storm today for the sky is red and threatening. Do you know how to discern the appearance of the sky, but cannot discern the signs of the time? And uh, so when we, when we look into this, just looking at those original words, and that, that really gives us the basis for it. Uh, the original word talks about the act of judgment or passing judgment, mm -hmm. not from the sake of passing a sentence on somebody or mm -hmm. condemning them to a sentence, uh, judgment is simply judging what this is and what isn't. Mm -hmm. uh, the wrong kind of judgment that we utilize in our American language is actually where we will pass a sentence on somebody. So mm -hmm. if I, um, you know, God is that ultimate judge that has the authority to pass the sentence. And if I treat you differently because I have 
judged you or discerned what I thought you did, and then I kind of treat you differently. I'm passing a sentence on you. Um, that's where people mess up. But judgment in itself is not a bad thing. Actually, discernment is a good thing, and Jesus is telling us you need to be able to discern yeah. between what's good and what's evil. Mm -hmm. And so uh, also over in um, Ephesians chapter 1, uh, and around verse 15 or 16, it tells us uh, that Paul, praying by the Holy Ghost, prayed that our eyes would be opened. Mm -hmm. And what he's saying is, I'm praying that your eyes will be opened to what God has given you or what is God's will and what isn't God's will. If you look kind of back up from that verse and look yeah. at what he's talking about. And so uh, God wants us to discern What's his will? What's not his will? What's the devil's will? What's not his will? What's, what's my will? You know, and what I think my will is. What's your will and what's not your will? He wants us to discern those things to tell the difference between God's will or good and what's not God's will, which is evil, so that we will be in the right place. And um, so ultimately, the base of that word is simply passing judgment. Uh, or having an uh, estimation of that, it's a dis and hear this word. This is a great word: distinguishing. Mm -hmm. It's distinguishing uh, the difference between the two. Dis yeah. Distinguishing the difference. Now, in the other verse that we looked at, there, uh, I believe it was in Matthew. Yeah, Matthew sixteen three. And and listen to this verse again. It says, and in the morning there will be a storm today, for the sky is red and threatening. Do you, do you know how to discern the appearance of the sky, but cannot discern the signs of the times? In other words, Jesus was actually uh, disciplining them and correcting them for being spiritually undiscerning mm -hmm. or spiritually ignorant. And in 1 Corinthians it says, now concerning spiritual things, I would not have you ignorant. Concerning spirituals, I would not have you ignorant. He doesn't want us to be have a lack of discernment, especially uh, that's uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 1. And um, he doesn't want us to have a lack of discernment, discernment concerning spiritual things, yeah. concerning good and evil. But here, even in this verse, it gives us an idea of what to look for. And that is, we need to know what the signs are. And so when you look at this uh, definition of the discerning word, what we actually see is to separate thoroughly, okay, uh, to discriminate even to, in other words, what you're doing is you're saying, what's the difference between these two? Not, not in a wrong way, not in a, you know, not in a divisive way. Uh, you're dividing between good and evil, but not necessarily condemning someone to a sentence. There's a difference between that. Uh, to separate, to make a distinction to learn by discrimination, to try it, uh, to decide it, to uh, separate one's, oneself uh, from a hostile spirit or to discern. Here, here's what ultimately you're seeing about what discernment is. Discernment looks on through the eyes of God. It sees the signs. Well, what would be the signs in a spiritual situation? What are the signs that something is good? You're... 
Yeah. Fruit. Fruit. Yeah. So if, if we're looking for fruit, good job. Hey. <laughs> you win a gift card today. Good job, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but sometimes you don't. <laughs> sometimes you don't know what somebody's actually looking for when they ask questions. I know. Like that. You did good. <laughs> that's what made me nervous because I'm the only one who can answer. But that's what he says. He says if the root is good, the fruit will be good. Yeah. You know, if the the tree is good, if its fruit is good, yeah. and so the signs of good versus evil is the fruit. And without fruit, uh, we think about this. If we don't have fruit in our life, winning souls, making disciples, mm -hmm. the supernatural power, supernatural revelation, fruit of the Spirit, mm -hmm. right? If we don't have fruit in our lives, mm -hmm. we make it very hard for people to discern which, which team we're on, yeah. which team we're on. And uh, so in this, you know, what we'll do, and, and I'll just uh, give you this. Uh, next week looks a little different because on Thursday next week is Thanksgiving. We won't have our normal uh, broadcast. But the week after that, uh, let's on the Q&A, we'll answer what is the gift of discernment. Okay. But uh, before we end here, so what we want to do in discernment, discernment is looking at the fruit and looking at the signs. Mm -hmm. And now watch this, both physically and spiritually. Yeah. So I, and the more in tune I get with the Holy Ghost, the more I'll be able to pick it up. Yeah. I've grown to the place now, and it, I wouldn't say that I've been operating like this 100% of the time, but definitely I can look at somebody a lot of times and be like, they got a problem. They're off, and, and I'll know it. I'll know that I know because I've had so many people stand in front of me while I'm pastoring and under the anointing. You learn that flow of the Holy Ghost, and you yeah. learn that uh, that telling fruit yeah. of the Holy Spirit, that discernment of the Holy yeah. Spirit. And uh, But not only that, but you're used to, how does the Lord sound? What does the Lord, uh, what's His voice sound like? Yeah. And when you start to recognize that somebody doesn't have the voice of the Lord and the presence of God on them, you can discern mm -hmm. the fruit that's coming through the Holy Ghost, mm -hmm. or you can just watch their life. Are they, are they winning souls? Are they seeing the power of God? Are they making disciples? Mm -hmm. Are they walking in the fruit of the Spirit? You know, um, I can, you know, it doesn't take discernment as simply looking at somebody going down the road or, you know, with a church sticker on the back of their car, uh, giving somebody the finger for road rage. Yeah. I'm, I have, you know, accurately discerned in telling that story, that person is not walking in uh, love. You know, yeah. <laughs> at that moment, yeah. at the moment, you know, uh, they might be born again, but they definitely missed it in that moment, you see. Yeah. And um, so discernment is just that simple. But you're looking for the fruit or the signs to distinguish between good and evil, mm -hmm. both physical signs and spiritual fruit. And um, so, yeah, and the way to grow in that, you, well, that verse in Hebrews, it says, um, I'm looking at it for the NASB. But solid food is for the mature who, because yes. of practice, have their senses trained to discern. So yes. it's something that we got to train ourselves in. Yes. You know, by yeah. how? By studying the Word, knowing yeah. how we should be living, by listening to anointed preaching. Yes. Like that trains our spirit up to be able to discern. Because yes. you'll, you'll have people in any church, they'll, 
they'll look someone in the eye and just be like, I don't like them. That's a gifted discernment. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the gift of discernment, you yeah. know, unless, like, they're able to, like, see the fruit of it. Yeah, You know, yeah. that, that can well, be the and, spirit of cynicism, which is not. And the trap early on is somebody starts actually experiencing some spiritual things, yeah. and then they make the assumption that everything that comes through their mind or they feel mm-hmm. is the spirit. Yeah. And the issue is... Uh, I've not met anyone yet who has 100% in every area of life put their flesh down, which means they're going to have a fleshly input. They have emotions. They have thoughts that Mm -hmm. are not God. And so a lot of times people will go and they'll, you know, they won't ever check themselves and discern themselves. Is that actually me or is it the Holy Ghost? And uh, this is where we need to grow in our discernment, not just on other people, but in ourselves mm-hmm. so that we're not wrongly discerning other people. Yeah. It's it's very important. So yeah. always our first ministry always is ourselves. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. this is going to go just, you know, exactly with what's the word that's Praise getting God. ready to come up. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So listen, send in your questions. We yeah. want to help you answer them from the Bible. And uh, these are great questions. That's a great question. It's, yeah. it's good for people to see it and know it. And even though, uh, you know, I've known what discernment is for a long time, just reviewing this helped me to strengthen yeah. uh, what I have on discernment as well. So Amen. we thank you for that question. Thank yeah. you so very much. And uh, we pray. Praise God for you. We're getting ready to go into what's the word. Are you ready? Are you ready? Really? And here's what we're talking about. How important is maturity in our emotions? And do we really need it? EQ, emotional quotient. How important is it? So let's take a look at that and see how uh, what the Bible says about that and how much we can walk at a higher level because of our knowledge of the word. All right, let's get ready. What's the word? Thank you. to be here. Like it's, it's not like he's translated and just left the cord behind. He'll be here. He's walking right now, but hello, it's me and Berkey. It is. I'm here. Buddy through. Do you see that? You guys can see that, that red nose ball thing. I didn't even see him. He threw it it at the last second. We were transitioning. He threw it in the shot. (laughs) He said, sorry. Welcome to the word guys. We're so excited to have you today. This is so weird. Do you want to wear it? No, I'm good. (laughs) Especially since it's been like in multiple people's noses. I'm good. (laughs) It was so great last night. George and I, um, my husband and I oversee the life groups that we have here at Boomerang. And so we hop life groups just to check each one out and be available. And so we got to go to Bobby and Candy's last night and we walked in and Eddie Shimpak was like, hold on guys, hold on one second. And so we turned around and when we turned back around, all of them had their noses on. I have a picture to show you later. It's the best. That's awesome. I love those guys. So he brought one. He had me bring one intentionally to Buddy. He's like, Buddy needs one. Bring it to him. Oh, <laughs> I still, awesome. I want to I visit that life group. It's a good one. 
It's a really good one. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hello, everybody. If you haven't shared the broadcast yet, go ahead and share it. Let us know where you're watching from. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, this is a very, very important topic today. Yes. Very important topic. <laughs> Did I mention very? Will you put very in all caps with an exclamation point? Very important topic. Wait. I'm getting some discernment from You're the Lord. You're discerning something? I, it's a very important topic. <laughs> it is a very important topic. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Share the broadcast. Yes, Buddy asked the question. Very, uh, very, Buddy, very much so. Abby with all caps. Very important yes. topic. <laughs> and, you know, one, one of the things... <laughs> I love seeing these varies come through. <laughs> yes. They caught it. Uh, yeah, good. <laughs> Just in case. Uh, <laughs> um, one of the things that is very important is that we are, you know, many times I find that people get bored with things that they think they know. Mm -hmm. And there's a big, 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 big difference between what you agree with and what has become a part of you. Yes. And a lot of times people think they know the answer to things. And, you know, that was, yeah, somebody said big, buddy. Yes, buddy, big. And you Marky? She goes, very big? Very big, very big, <laughs> that was just uh, that was just a um, creative way to eat up thirty seconds because I, you know I can I I've had such a hard time in the past filling time. You <laughs> really needed to grow in that. <laughs> I'm glad the Lord gave me tools. <laughs> That's like the last thing I need to do. <laughs> the last thing I need to do is take up time. I'm glad He's helping you yeah. stretch in this area. Yeah, thank it's you. Good. Thank you. <laughs> So, um, yeah, there's a, but one of the biggest things that you can ever do is honor and esteem the things of the Lord. If you go back to Joshua, where the Lord is telling Joshua how to be successful. Anybody want to be successful? Yeah, Put a hand yes. up in the comment. Yeah. I want to be successful. You can even write those words out. I want to be successful in God. Um, which is real success. Any other success is not really success. <laughs> yeah. uh, but hey, Miss Cindy, she's watching from the big, big <laughs> metropolis of Plainville. <laughs> Plainville reminds me of Smallville. Oh, every time I see that word, I think Smallville. So I'm like, is Superman that. there? I watched that. I never watched it. Marky's gasping over here. <gasps> I watched all yeah. 10 seasons. <laughs> all 10 seasons? Holy cow. I know, it was a lot. Small. I'm really falling behind in my you know, watching of TV shows, because I'm hearing people now, like I've heard of Smallville, but I'm hearing people now talk about uh, different shows they're on, uh, and yeah. I have no, I've never even heard of them, uh, so I realize yeah. I am not in the loop. There's but, so many of them, and so yeah. many of them are just garbage, yeah. because there's so many different platforms that they come from, so mm -hmm. there's 20 per platform. And That's true. Pastor Williams watching from the square in oh, downtown no. Albemarle. Hi. With the hot dogs. Pastor Hot yeah. Dog. Man, he had a good day yesterday. He's having a good day today in Amen. Jesus' name. 
And uh, I've heard multiple people say he's got the best hot dogs in Albemarle, uh, in town. And uh, yeah, really, I like them too. Yeah, but I have, uh, I've, I've eaten a few of them. <laughs> but uh, one of the most important things, if you want to be successful in God, is pay attention to what he says in Joshua uh, chapter 1 and verse 8, talking about uh, that I will keep the word in my mouth and on my lips and meditate on it day and night. This law, which is talking about the word, I'll meditate on it day and night, day and night. And now here's the thing. At that point, at the writing, uh, uh, Pastor William just got the hundredth hey, comment. Oh, hey, yay. good job. Congratulations. That's awesome. Ah. So uh, he gets the gift card today. So amen. Yeah. So, uh, but he said, those hot dogs are anointed. <laughs> and, and Pastor William said, uh, he has eaten a few. <laughs> and, uh, but one of the things, if you think about the law at that point was not that big. It was, you know, from our Bible in, in the Bible's sense here, the law was about that much, about that much of the Bible. So this part right yeah, here, yeah. we didn't have all this. So imagine if you actually did, if you actually did win, uh, I saw his and thought win. If you actually <laughs> did meditate on the word day and night, you're going to know all there is. You're going to, from your mind and memory, you're yeah. going to remember those things fairly quickly. And if you did that day and night, it's not going to take you long before you can start quoting most right. of it. If that's all you did and you kept it in your memory day and night. I, and, and let me ask this question. Do you think that if you did that, you would start to know what's coming up? And yet, even when you know what's coming up, God says, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Read it again. Meditate on it again today, all day and yeah. all night. Meditate on it again. Speak it again. Speak it again. So the Lord is telling us to constantly put it in us. But here's what I've found is that many times what we do is we'll take a, um, a topic that we think we know. Mm -hmm. And we don't realize that the topic, if it's got to do with the Lord, is ultimately deeper and wider than we can imagine because God's in it. Yeah. Right. And so we'll our corrupted logic will say, oh, I know that I don't need to listen to this broadcast. Yeah. yeah. I don't need to listen to this topic. And so what we end up doing is we're, we dishonor God yeah. because he told us to meditate on these things day and night. And I've found that when I will meditate on things for years revelation just keeps coming and it goes from being just mental knowledge of it. It really sinks down inside of me mm -hmm. and I start to become uh, more of the character and nature of God that I could never be if I didn't meditate on it. Yeah. And so I see a lot of times, I see a lot of times that people are, they'll see a topic that they think they know. You know, like I, I remember saying, uh, hearing people say, well, if you heard Brother Hagen, right, and then you've, you've heard one message, you've heard them all. I can remember hearing people say that. It's like, have you lost your mind? Yeah. Like he preached, like, well, all he ever does is preach faith. 
Um, no, no, it's not true. In other words, what they do is they assume that they assume what he's going to say. They never gave themselves to the depth of it, yeah. and they never truly got revelation of what he was carrying. Was he's not God? Right. How much more deep is God? Right. And how much more is that word? And so we never should hear something or see something and go, oh, I know what they're talking about. I don't need to hear that. Yeah, no, yeah. that's when we need to go into it again. Yeah. Um, Bishop uh, David Oyedepo over in Nigeria, uh, he basically preaches 12 subjects every single year is my understanding. He's got 12 pillars and he preaches them every single year. You know, and, and why? Because the more you get it in you, the, yeah. the more solid it is. And so now, and watch this, this goes together with what we're talking about, about emotional maturity day in a couple ways. Um, number one, this, we have an emotion towards, I don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't learn how to control that, then you'll never get the fullness of what God has. You will not be honoring the things of God, and you need to make sure that you are. And so we need, and you won't hear the things, they won't become a part of your character, that everything will just remain up here in the soulish realm, in the mind, will, and emotions. Yeah. And you may amen it, you may hallelujah it, you may jump for joy, but it'll never become who you are. Mm -hmm. And it's very important for us to do that. And so today, as we're talking about, uh, you know, what is emotional maturity and is it important? Then one of the things we need to do is take a look at what does the Bible say about that? And don't assume. Mm -hmm. Don't assume. Don't assume that you don't need to repeat things. Mm -hmm. Don't assume that you don't need to uh, practice things. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't assume that one, you heard it once or ten times and you got it. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't. You don't. And uh, I've watched many people when they go and they hear a, a different topic, they'll be like, well, I, I don't need to hear that. I know what I know what they're going to say. Yeah. And then I've said that before myself. And then I go in and listen to it because the Holy Spirit convicts me. is like, oh, you know everything. Oh, no, sorry. Lord, I apologize. I humble myself. I go in and listen to it. And, and all of a sudden, revelation drops yeah. in, into me. And yeah. uh, if my if my mom is still watching uh, she had a moment of uh, several years ago. I forget exactly when it was. This is a great, yeah, Johnny said repetition is the motor of learning. Uh, somehow when we graduate high school or college, we think we don't need to repeat anything yet. The thing that taught us and grew us for the first 18 years of our life, all of a sudden we don't need that anymore. No, the Bible tells us, and even Paul says, I repeat these things yeah. to you so that when I'm gone, based in context, when I'm gone, you won't forget them and you won't lose them. Yeah. Right? I repeat them. You need to hear it over and over and over again. Um, I'll tell the story about what um, my mom did one time, but think about it just for you being here for seven years. Is that it? Seven years now. You've heard me say certain phrases and certain scriptures, mm -hmm. how many times on some of them? You know, maybe hundreds of times. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about like 2 Corinthians 2.14. You probably heard me quote that 200 times. I preached times. it this morning. Did you? <laughs> From you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But think about the first time you heard it. Yeah. The 10th time you heard it. Yeah. You know, you agreed with it. You got something from it. But then probably 10, 11, 20 times you probably thought, Okay, I've heard this before. Mm -hmm. But now that you've heard it probably 200 times, you 
at some point you probably gain more revelational. Yeah. Would well, you I, agree? Yeah. As you're talking, like what comes up to me is I think, I think there's an industry standard that when you have an, invested a thousand hours in something like in yes. the world's system, you can consider yourself to be a master at it. Yeah. And here you can hear something in the word and you can hear it once. But if all you do is hear it once, you're nothing but a novice in that thing. Yeah. When you give yourself to the word, the depth of God is unsearchable. Like God yeah. is humongous. And yeah. the more you spend on something, the more he can unwrap it and it becomes real. So I've heard you that particular verse. I've heard it. Yeah. I've heard it. I've heard it. But it didn't become a reality to me until maybe two years ago. Maybe. Really? Yeah. And I heard it and I agreed it and I even preached it to the youth. But really, there comes a moment yes. when stuff will click open and it moves yes. from head knowledge into revelation and then it's yes. yours. But yes. you've got to give yourself to that. Yeah, and that's uh, emotional maturity, putting down the emotions of, ah, I've already got this. Yeah. Putting down, those, putting down that lack of esteem and lack of honor is what allowed you to get rhema revelation that comes alive yeah. in you. Well, your right. story of what to, and you share it better than I do, of being in the service and feeling like you weren't receiving anything in the service. Oh, yeah. And the Lord telling you, yeah, <laughs> if you're so yeah. holy, then you pray for people. <laughs> like you pray yeah. in the service to receive. Yeah. And you yielding to the Lord and realizing that when you purpose your heart, to yes. receive from God, that's when you would receive from God, no matter what you heard. Yeah. It's yeah. your expectation determines that. Yeah, and you know, the short version of that is one week I'm receiving nothing from this preacher. Uh, in a church where God had planted us, I'm getting nothing, like nothing. I, I'm frustrated, I'm mad, that's why I start praying. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Lord says, well, if you're so holy, at the, the very least you could do is start <laughs> praying for other people there in the service that they receive something. Those are some of my favorite moments yeah. of the Holy Spirit. And I was like, oh. you, you know that <laughs> moment when you realize, I done messed up. You done messed up, A.A. <laughs> <A>. Ron. <laughs> you done messed up, A.A. A. Ron. <laughs> and I done messed up. And I was like, uh. And I knew, you know, it wasn't a moment to, to be like, oh, God, what did I do? No, it was like, okay, just tell me what to do. I'm going to do that. But I know, I know there's some correction coming somewhere. We're about to yeah. have a parking lot yeah, chat. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, so I just started praying in the Holy Ghost, you know, letting the Lord lead my prayer for people in there. And, um, and I felt good about it. I was like, oh, this feels good. <laughs> I was like, this is right. I'm back on track. And then, yeah. like, the next week I'm praying. But it was interesting because the very next week I, I applied the same thing and I started praying again. And uh, But it's like I heard, like, a phrase or two. I'm like, ooh, that was, that was good. You know, and it, I'm like, ooh, did I just get something? Or, <laughs> like, did I just get something from the preacher? It happened. My prayers were answered. It's like, wait. Well, that was pretty good. Yeah. Okay, I'll acknowledge that. Good job, preach. And um, preach. <laughs> and then the next week, I'm praying again, and like then I was like, I forgot to pray because I was like in the message. 
I mean, this is really what happened. This is not exaggeration. This is exactly what went through my mind. They just make me, this story I mean, makes me feel better because I'm yeah. like, oh, Pastor did it too. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had, I had a bunch of religion I had to deal with, but, and I realized how dangerous it is. But, yeah. so then, like the next week, it was like two or three weeks later. The second week was a big difference. And the third week, like I was really receiving. And I was sitting there and, and I remember thinking, you know, Lord, this is like a new preacher. Like, what did you do to him? And, and God said, he's the same. Yeah. And I went, uh-oh. Holy Spirit's so sassy. <laughs> he, he's the same. It's you who changed. And I realized what had happened was, my heart was hard, yeah. and by focusing on the kingdom uh, and focusing on God and what I should be doing, even if I wasn't receiving, it softened my heart, yeah. and it helped me to receive again. And what it actually changed was my, <laughs> Joni, ouch, <laughs> yeah, you should have been there. <laughs> I love that this was like a, a progression over time yeah. where the Lord knew this entire time. Yeah. Like, For like three weeks, he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this would make a great meme. So like, patient. Why am I not getting anything from the preacher? And the Lord's like, <laughs> and then week one, yeah, week two, week three. You know, <laughs> raising his eyebrows. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Here, Mr. Holy One. You know. <laughs> Good job, son. Eye roll. <laughs> Insert eye roll here. And uh, I so, wonder if the Lord ever does a deep sigh of. <sighs> okay. Well, you know, I think He does because in in the Old Testament, He's like He was not happy He made man. You know, he was not pleased oh <laughs> with his creation. And, uh, <laughs> but he says, I did that as well. I missed almost a year of words that God had for me. I feel so much better. <laughs> Only took me three weeks. <laughs> I don't think he heard all of it because he was in the way Oh, man. But, uh, no, I mean, I was like, Oh my goodness, Lord, I repent. But what I really learned was how a hardened heart could block. Yeah. And that was emotional immaturity yeah. caused me to have a hardened heart, which caused me to not receive the life-giving words that were actually being spoken. Yeah. And I realized somebody can sit there and listen and even amen and not get a thing spiritually. Mm -hmm. And uh, that really taught me. And it taught me the power uh, negatively of a hardened heart, mm -hmm. uh, but it was emotional immaturity that held back the life-giving words. Yeah, emotional <laughs> immaturity, yeah. and um, so because I was emotionally charged and I didn't take control of my emotions, I allowed my heart to be hardened. I didn't put things in place, mm -hmm. and before I know it, I'm not receiving anything. I literally turned the valve off yeah. uh, from the word of life, yeah. and. Um, it wasn't the preacher, it was me. Yeah. And uh, if you, and that's something that I'll tell people is if you are in the place where God placed you and yeah. you know that 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 you know, and that's how much you should know that God has placed you in a church and you stop being fed 
you need the first thing you need to do is check yourself, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, because if you're in the place where God placed you, you're going to be fed. Now, uh, if you're not in the place where, and and here's how you judge that is fruit happening mm-hmm. is if there's not fruit happening and the power of God is not flowing in that church yep. for the most part God's not going to place you there yep that's not what church is designed to be and uh, so anyway um, a few years ago it's been let's just say it was a long time ago yeah let's say that um, <laughs> Funny. let's not talk about how close it was so <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. Thank, thank you for helping me. You're welcome for that gift you gave me. Uh, hi, Serena. Serena. Um, so a few years ago, my mom sends me a message, and she goes, you know, I just felt like the Lord told me to share this with you. And she was very nice and very humble about it. She didn't say it in the wrong way at all. And um, things were going well. Things were happening. You know, I'm pastoring and everything. But she's still anointed to be my mom. Mm-hmm. And that is a spiritual anointing mm-hmm. that can't be taken away from her. And um, so, you know, I'm pastoring, I'm leading people, we're seeing results. She's still my mom, mm-hmm. and she has an anointing to be that. And um, that's awesome. And so she heard from the Lord something to tell me. And when she told me, I went, I listened to it. I said, okay, well, thank you very much for telling me. And um, I receive it. I don't know what it means, and uh, but I was literally thinking at that moment, like, I think she might have missed it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think she might have missed it. I had this again another time uh, early on. I'll tell you about it as well. Let me tell you about all the times I messed up, and this will help you. Um, <laughs> and then uh, she said, "I'd watch that broadcast." Yeah, would you would watch. <laughs> Let me. Here's all the times I messed up. That would be a great broadcast. It really and would. And I'll, I'll tell on myself in a heartbeat. That'd that be would awesome. That would be super fun. Yeah, I need to. I'll compile those stories. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, everybody's like, "Yes, he actually <laughs> he did it." You know, he messed up. Um, but learn from yeah. those things, you know, not learn from, them. yeah, not glorifying, but learn what not to do so that you can know what to do. But, mm-hmm. um, people are laughing. I know I laughed at myself. <laughs> She's like, this is a great segment. <laughs> and, uh, so anyway, I'm thinking, you know, I get off the phone with my mom. I'm thinking, I think she missed it. You know, I wasn't being rude, but I was like, I can't connect what she said and where I'm at at all at this moment. Mm-hmm. However, and here's emotional maturity. Um, am, was I in full emotional maturity? Probably not, but I developed enough where I didn't just take what she said and threw it away. I did something about it, even though I couldn't see it at the moment. And um, so she uh, had given me a set of verses, and I said, you know, I can't see how that fits in my life. I can't see that it's on target right now. I don't understand that at all. I think she missed it. However, because she carries an anointing as my mom, uh, I know that. And because of that alone, I will honor it. Now, see, this is emotional maturity that even though I thought that she might have missed it, I said, you know, ultimately, I did. I missed it in not seeing what the connection was. But 
because I'd already set other habits up of emotional maturity, uh, she comes in and, and, well, she didn't come back in, but I, I took the scriptures that she gave me and I read them. And when I read through them the first time, I'm like, I, I was thinking, yep, she missed it. <laughs> uh, and then I said, but I'm still going to meditate on. So I, what I'm going to do, and I just decided I'm going to probably read through these two or three times a day over the next few days. And if God gives me something, okay, great. But I think she missed it. <laughs> she said, I have missed it. I have too. And um, so anyway, she, I said, I'm going to just read over it. What is that? That's maturity yeah. that even though I don't feel like it's right, yeah. I'm honoring God in the authorities that he's placed in my life. That's emotional maturity, even though I don't feel like it. Um, I'm not being led by feelings and mind, will, and emotions, the soulish realm. And so I just meditated on those scriptures. Well, day two, I saw something. Day three, I saw more. And, and truthfully, that week of meditating on that word, I got a revelation out of that word that completely changed my life. Amen. And I absolutely needed that revelation right then. Right. And, I, and it was correction as well. It was a corrective. Now, she wasn't corrective in her tone towards me. She was very humble. And I really appreciated how she even brought it up. Mm -hmm. But as I, and see, this is how it's supposed to work that somebody can present something humbly. They, we're not supposed to get to the place where we're so hard-hearted and emotionally immature that they have to yell at us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so praise God that there were a few things right in the situation. But she said, um, you know, she brought it up very humbly. I just didn't, I couldn't see the connection. But because I had good habits, yeah. it allowed me to unpack what God was trying to say to me. Yeah. I did need to make some corrections. I needed to put some things in the right place. But not only that, by meditating on the word that she brought, uh, I received a spiritual revelation that changed everything Amen. about how I was living and how I was approaching things and how I needed to minister as a, as a pastor, as a minister of God, as fivefold yeah. ministry. I received something that was imperative to my future. And had I been emotionally immature, I would have missed that revelation at that moment. Waste, probably got, got it later, but yeah. would have wasted probably years had I not had emotional maturity. So emotional maturity will allow us to receive the blessings of God sooner rather than later. Yeah. So this is where we need to operate. We need to constantly operate at that level. Yeah. So. Amen. Will you share, um, yesterday we had worship practice, uh, Marky and I are on the worship team together, and we were talking with Serena, and will you share the story that you told Serena yesterday about when I asked you to sing Ain't No Grave for the first time, and the feelings that you had, oh. and, and that fun time? Yeah, so, <laughs> there was, um, it, there was a song that, uh, Barrett had presented to, to me, um, and it was a very challenging song, very challenging. Vocally, vocally, it was hitting places that I had never gone before. And I was excited about the song at first. Like I listened yeah. to it and I was like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. And then we did our first worship practice where my lungs were on fire. <laughs> and I was like, no, this is not awesome anymore, no. My lungs are on 
on and fire. And then he's like, and like, so I'm expecting, like, I'm singing it, like, my voice is like cracking. Like, you know, when you're so singing cool. with people, you gotta be vulnerable. And sometimes it's just like, did you hear that? Yep, yep, that was bad. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, so like, I, like, I'm like struggling, and I'm expecting Barrett to say, yeah, that was, um, we're not ready for that. I'm expecting her to say, we're not ready for that. And then she's like, okay, we're doing it Sunday. And I, I was like, I don't, I don't know how, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And, and then the moment I had to make the decision of, okay, in the natural, I can't do this. Like in the natural, without the Lord's help, this, this doesn't look right. It looks like Barrett's making the wrong decision. Like it doesn't look like this is right. <laughs> this is not. And then, but I had to make the decision of, okay, Barrett is anointed. Bear is anointed to lead the worship team. <laughs> I'm going to purely, I'm going to trust, I'm going to trust the Lord by trusting her and say, yes, I will do this. And like, okay, and that, and that was it. Well, and, and the thing that is, I like about that is, I don't think I told you, I checked with you before we ever did the song. Like I had leading for it to happen that weekend because it, we we're going into lockdown time. Yeah. And I'd, I had leading that that song was going to be important. Yeah, and, and it was. I, and yeah. I knew it would stretch you, and I knew it would challenge you, and I knew you would have feelings on it. Because I, too, had feelings on it, because it pushed both of us like we'd never been pushed before. But that Sunday, like, Marky and I are in the back room, and I had to trust Pastor, because it was my call. But, like, Pastor agreed with it. I'm like, okay, well, Pastor hears from the Lord, too. So it is. It's going to be great. <laughs> so in the back room, Marky and I prayed. Literally, we do the song. And it did not sound great. If you go back and listen, didn't sound pretty. <laughs> we both almost passed out singing the song. <laughs> the type of song it was. Oh, my God. It was a special moment. However, oh it unlocked something in yes, the people. It and it yes, changed it everything about what worship is in yeah. this place. Yeah. So praise God. God, like for both of us, yeah. that we yielded to the feelings of this yeah. is special <laughs> yeah. and just let him be God. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And that's, and that's just it. We have to, emotional maturity is putting down the emotions of the flesh mm -hmm. at the leading of God. Yeah. You know, ultimate, biblic, biblically, putting down the thoughts and emotions yeah. of the flesh at the leading of God, yeah. uh, the thoughts, the will, and the emotions. You know, um, so you can put that. Emotional maturity is putting down the thoughts and emotions and the will of the flesh at the leading of God. Um, it's taking those things under control, in whether or not we feel like it or not. And uh, my mom, my mom said, "I don't remember any of that." Yeah, that's because I didn't tell you that I was wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> but uh, no, she. It was the verses were around Second uh, Timothy two, verse twenty through twenty-two, and. Uh, uh, I remember, I remember, which I talk about a lot, especially yes. in the New Living. That's when I got that revelation. I remember where I was. I was standing in my uh, bedroom uh, beside the bed when she called, and that's where we were having the conversation. And um, I don't know where she was at. But, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, another time, this was a lot even 
earlier than that, uh, Nicole and I had gone to a service where the Holy Spirit was moving, and it was coming to the close of the service, and a guy came up and gave Nicole and I a word. And uh, when he, um, he said, uh, I've got a word for you, and he gave us a word and everything, and then we're about to walk away. He's like, oh, and one more thing. <laughs> He's like, you have a problem with this. And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, man, dude, that dude just missed it. <laughs> I mean, he missed it. But I, he planted a seed there uh, in that moment. And when he said it, I thought, you know what? He was pretty right on the other stuff. And the power of God that was released in the other stuff broke, cracked the shell open so I could receive that one as well. And come to find out some years later, as I yielded to the potential of that and went back into the Word to study and show, he was exactly right. Mm -hmm. And that broke loose a huge ministry in in our church over time. That was before we had the church. Uh, But that broke loose huge ministry inside of us that we didn't even know was being held back. We had no idea, but again, it was emotional maturity. And mm-hmm. so in talking about emotional maturity, one of the things, one of the key verses is this, and I, I just want to go over this really quick and then talk about quickly, because we're already almost at one o'clock, talk about quickly um, how this can affect you. So uh, many, you can go to Colossians 3.15, and Colossians 3.15 says this, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which you are indeed called in one body and be thankful. But hear that. Let the peace of Christ Mm -hmm. rule in your hearts. Now, the heart here is talking about uh, the spirit man. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in other words, you'll have a peace in your spirit man. And that's what we're supposed to be ruled by. Yep. That's what we're supposed to be ruled by, not peace in our mind, because the mind can receive, and this is not the time to teach this, but the mind receives input uh, from the spirit man and the flesh man, okay? So the mind receives, so I can have peace here because my flesh is at peace, but I can have a contradiction from the spirit, Mm -hmm. or I can have uh, confusion in my mind because the flesh is given confusion and have a peace in my heart. Yeah. And what the commandment of the Lord is <laughs> don't let the mind, will, and emotions rule you. Mm-hmm. Let the spirit man who's been renewed to Christ, let that man rule you. Okay. Yeah. Let that rule in your heart. So if you go over into Romans uh, chapter 8, and we'll start at, I think, verse 5. Or verse 6, let's see. I think it's, yeah, 5 through 9. Romans chapter 8, verse 5 through 9, and then we'll read verse 12 through 14. So Romans chapter 8, verse 5 says, For those who are according, and, and what I want you to see here in Romans chapter 8 is, what is God telling us to do? How is he telling us to act? How is he telling us to uh, receive leading direction in our lives. What's, what is the way of God that is holy according to these scriptures? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we just read 
in Colossians, let the peace in your spirit, man, let the peace in your heart rule, yeah. right? Okay, so here in verse 5, it says this. Uh, it says, for those who are according to the flesh, which we shouldn't be, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who are according to the spirit, they set their mind on the things of the spirit. Now, we know that emotions can be of the flesh or of the spirit. Right. Emotions in themselves are not bad. The origination of those emotions is what determines if it's bad or not. Right. So if it's an emotion coming from God, you know, Jesus had compassion on them. That's a good emotion. Mm -hmm. But emotional maturity is being able to discern between that and put the emotions of the flesh down. Okay. Right. But our mind, emotions will feed our mind. Uh, our soulish realm, the soul, is the mind, will, and emotions. Yeah. And our mind can be fed by those emotions. So let's say that we have a fleshly emotion that tries to rise up in us, and we don't take that emotion under control, and we, it ends up setting that emotion will set our mind, and then our life will be set by what we think about. Okay, or at the very least, it'll be easier or harder ba based on what we think about. And so emotional maturity is recognized, where does this emotion come from? Is it according to the Bible and the fullness of life in the Bible or not? Yeah. And if it's not, then I need to uh, take control of it and submit that emotion and submit that thought. Okay, and submit my will to the Word of God, not to that emotion and not to those thoughts. And so what he's saying here is uh, when those, are of, those that are according to the flesh, they set their minds or they allow emotions uh, to set their mind on the things of the flesh or fleshly emotions mm -hmm. as well. Uh, this is included in this. Um, then he says, but the ones who are walking according to the Spirit, they set their mind on the things of the Spirit or Spirit-led emotions. Mm -hmm. Verse 6. And I like this verse because it gives us fruit. For the mind set on the flesh is death. Mm -hmm. well, that's pretty plain. In yeah. other words, if I operate in a mindset that is based on the flesh and its emotions, so think about that. I may have grown up thinking that an emotion is correct, but if I find out that that emotion is not godly, then I immediately need to equate that to this is bringing death in my life. Mm -hmm, yeah. It's bringing death in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, we were talking the other day about mourning. And so some people think that mourning and grief should go on forever, but that's not what the word says. He says, I want to take you to comfort. Blessed are those who mourn because I, they shall receive comfort. Mm -hmm. So the end goal of Jesus is not to leave you in mourning, but to bring you to comfort and to bring you to peace and grace. And, and, and he tells us even in the midst of mourning, we should rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice. So we should, for the spirit of heaviness, put on a garment of praise. So you can see how that emotion is not of the spirit, but of the flesh. Yeah. And it's not that we won't feel loss. We will feel loss at different times. But what I do with the emotion beyond that loss is very, very important. Yeah. And so if I gave myself to that morning, if I give myself to 
fear, if I give myself to all these negative emotions, we need to see this as plain as it is. That's going to bring me to the place of death. Mm -hmm. And not just death in me, but death through me to other people as well. Because my decisions don't just affect my life, they affect others. So having emotional maturity and taking those emotions, you know, captive is so very important. All right, so now we see this. I I see that that, uh, donation. Jose, Lord, we just ask right now, Lord, what he's sowing into. Father, let him receive, him and Billy Joe, receive a blessing of God, a manifestation of their heart to give, not just the financial, a manifestation of their heart to give in the name of Jesus. May the comfort and peace of God and the joy of the Lord come on them by what they're sowing into. And we thank you for it and praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Now, uh, so you see that the mindset on the flesh is death. But the mind, will, and emotions set on the spirit is life and peace. So if even in the midst of, use mourning again, in the midst of mourning, if I say, no, but he told me to put on the emotion of joy, joy, and rejoice always, and again I say rejoice. Now that's an emotion set on the spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's it going to take me to? Life yeah. and peace. And what the, not just me, but it's going to let life and peace pass through me. Yeah. Right? And so it's very important for us to take emotional maturity on these issues. All right? Now, continuing in verse 7, he says, Because the mindset on the flesh is hostile towards God, for it does not subject itself to the law of God, for it's not even able to do so. It's not even able to do so. Mm -hmm. And so we think that, you know, I think we have this idea that, well, God will help me out and get me through it. No, that fleshly emotion will never take us to the place of God's victory. Yeah, yeah. That's what that says. It'll never take me to the place of what God calls victory. Mm -hmm. And we always, and if he's given us the victory to whom much is given, much is required, I've got to apply it. Mm -hmm. I must apply it. It's it's who who I should be as a believer. And not only that, but when I go there, I help other people get there too. And then he says, verse 8, and those who are in the flesh cannot please God. They cannot please God. I want to be pleasing to God. Yeah, yeah. So that means I must take, I must have emotional maturity. I must put down the emotions of the flesh and put on the emotions of the spirit. Yeah. And uh, verse nine, however, you are not in the flesh talking to Christians. You are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. And indeed the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. But if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he doesn't belong to him. And so if we are born again, we have a responsibility to walk in emotional maturity and to, and to put down any emotion based on the flesh mm-hmm. and to put on any emotion based on the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, you <laughs> you've obviously, you have helped me with this a lot. Um, and it, but it's been amazing to be able to see you walk this out like what you're saying right now like I'm yeah. very thankful for your humility and sharing when I've asked when I've asked you about this and you've taught me these scripture, scriptures it's amazing I've been able to actually see you say okay so I have this going on right now right 
look at how happy I am. And I'm like, I, that is, I don't know how you're doing that. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I'll have like, like different times where it's happened where I've had like a problem and he'll be like, yeah, I have, I have this problem here. And it's like, and you're like full of joy and, and, and yeah. it's, it's amazing. But like my flesh has wanted to, it's funny. It's like, okay, I will be full of joy. I will be full of faith in a little bit let like yeah. let me let yeah. me pass it let me let me feel it and then when i'm ready then when i'm ready i'll apply this yeah and it's like not actually applying yeah. this if 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 i'm not doing it in the moment when i need to yeah but it's yeah. been like okay i will i will put down the flesh when when the flesh is done having a tantrum like and see, and that is exactly what we're talking about too. And it's taking the you know, rejoice always command and it's saying, no, Jesus. And then we're expecting Jesus to come in and help our flesh. Yeah. And it's like, that's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how that works. You put on the joy on purpose. Yeah. And that opens up the supernatural power to help the flesh and bring comfort to the flesh. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just to go, hold that, no, you're good. just to go, you know, I'm looking at like a year ago, like you've not, I wouldn't say that you would even say that, okay, I've arrived at this, <laughs> but nope. look at a year ago, how would, you know, you've had an interesting week, that no would, joke. yeah, you've had a very interesting week, challenged, you know, yourself in multiple ways and other people have too, but just looking at you and what you, your side of it, um, a year ago, a year and a half ago, you would have, it would have taken you a month and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. It would have taken you a month to get your head clear and move on. Yeah. I watched you do it in a matter of hours this yes. time, hours. Yes. And that, and, and, and you would say, I haven't arrived, so it can get even better. Yeah. But look already at the growth because yeah. you have, one, you're seeing these promises in the Word. Yeah. And look at how much strength you have out of yeah. that. And that's what anybody can have if they'll apply this. But it also helps to be around people who have done this, follow yeah. those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And so what you're saying is I watch somebody who has been inheriting these promises and that helped strengthen yeah. you quickly mm -hmm. in that way. Yeah. But you like you and on the flesh, like there was, there was a, um, there was a sort of pressure on my flesh to do this though. Like, a like you, like you were talking about the other day, you know, when things happen, you don't coddle the flesh. Right. And like you, this week, you and Pastor Nicole did not coddle me. Like you yeah. didn't pet me and like, oh, <laughs> even though my flesh wanted to be pet a little bit, you didn't do that. And you were telling me certain things and I'm just like, like honestly, that I, we'll I was, love you, but not the corrupted flesh. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like I'm in the moment, I'm like, Oh, this is my flesh is a little uncomfortable right now, and like, but afterwards I'm like, oh, thank God, because like, you didn't give way for okay, let's coddle the flesh for a little bit, yeah. and then we'll go to faith. It was immediate, yeah. like right there where I'm like, okay, let's coddle the flesh for a minute, yeah. and then go, you know, that's what my flesh is thinking, like, okay, 
you know. Well, see, and this is an emotion of the flesh is, all right, when somebody actually loves you with the things of God and takes you to the place of faith, hope, and love, your f corrupted flesh has an emotion. Give me attention. I want attention. And so that's the, that's the part where we're like, no, pay attention to me. And then that's what the flesh said. Yeah. That's the flesh's voice, not the renewed spirit's yeah. voice. Yep. Yeah. And that's the flesh's emotion. And that's what, and, and then what happens is when people are emotionally immature, they'll actually say, They'll say, well, you just don't care about me, and, and I'm just going through a hard time, and you need to just give me some time. I've never done that. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Y'all never done that either, have never. you? Never. And nobody never. watching has ever felt those or acted on those films, ever. I'm, I'm not agreeing with that because I, like, I don't believe God, the lightning bolt God, but there is a moment where the Lord will correct you. So I'm just going to sit here. We've all, we've all done it. We've all done it. Yeah. But. Yes. Yeah. Well, as I mean, as you're talking, let's just keep using Marky as the example. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. But it, legit, here's the thing. Marky, even a year ago, wouldn't have been okay with us using her as this example. Like, <laughs> she like, wouldn't have been. Oh, man, I suck. <laughs> like, like, a year ago, Marky wouldn't have been able to be put on camera 10 minutes before we're about to go live because she wouldn't have had time to practice and prep and make sure she was ready to go. Like, the growth that's in you that's being demonstrated yeah. is huge. Like it's visible and other people can see yeah. it, but there's a reason for it. And as, as you're talking. Yeah. And then what you're explaining is before the broadcast started today. Yeah. Sorry. 10 minutes, <laughs> 10 minutes ahead of that. I said, Hey, this is what we're talking about. And Marky, you're going to be on there with us. <laughs> Barrett walked in. She's right. like, did you see Pastor's message? <laughs> I'm like, no. And she's like, that? look at it. Was that an emotion of the I, flesh or the spirit? I received an impartation <laughs> Discern of Discern which, which one it's it was. receiving the impartation of stretching. People. Oh, okay. is that and, what it and is? And the true joy that comes <laughs> the, from watching people <laughs> reach their potential. I did it to Kevin earlier today, too. He's like, hmm. <laughs> but now, what it reminds me of this entire conversation is, would you hand a pie plate, like a plate that's full of like good Thanksgiving meal. We're coming right up to Thanksgiving. Would yeah, you we hand are. a tray of turkey and mashed potatoes and Buddy's pumpkin pie and all the good stuff that people have at Thanksgiving to a person who's off balance? No. You wouldn't give it to them because they're likely going to drop it. Yes. And it goes right into James. You know, no, James. Hold on. I'm, I'm stuck on you're Buddy. You're stuck on Buddy's pumpkin Buddy's pie. Buddy's making a pumpkin pie. Merry Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, they just made a hashtag about me. Marky <laughs> hashtag Marky a year ago. That's awesome. I want that to be a broadcast. It's referred frankly. to enough that it would be like viral. But that's the, here that's in Albemarle. The beauty of the testimony yeah. is how you've given yourself to growth. And she yes. really has humbled herself yes. to listen and to grow. And you can, and even when she's sitting there, like I was when my mom sent that, like, I don't know about this, but she'll give herself to it. And all of a sudden growth comes out of it. Yeah. Okay. You were saying something. You're I got fine. hung on pumpkin. It, I, I'm the one that brought up <laughs> you, turkey. That's my fault. Yeah, it, uh, it I, is I kinda. did it. It's, it's fine. <laughs> so you wouldn't hand something as valuable as Buddy's pumpkin pie. To somebody who's off balance. 
and the, the good things of God, you know, God desires to give them to us. But if we're unstable, you know, it says that a man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord being double mind, being a double minded man, unstable in all his ways. If we have one foot in faith and one foot in emotional maturity and then one foot still in our fleshly corrupted nature, then at that point, God can't hand us the fullness of what he wants to give to us because we're not stable yeah. to be able to handle the yeah. ordinances of God. And the reason that Marky has been able to grow like she has is because she's committed herself to, I will be stable in faith. I yeah. will plant myself in the word. I will do the things of God. I will see his power in my life. And has it been perfect? No. Has any of our journey in the Lord been perfect? No, but it's getting better and better, brighter and brighter. And it's evident. I, I've told you this. I don't know how many times in the last week. It is evident the Lord's doing a work in her because she's given herself to emotional maturity. Yeah. And when you yeah. are at that point, when when I stopped crying every time pastor would correct me or look at me with an eyebrow raise, like I was able to then do some things for Jesus. But until that point, I just melted down every time. You know, I think when you tell that story, some people are like, man, how rough is he in his correction? It was me. <laughs> <laughs> pastor was fine. I'd be like, hey, Barrett, you know, you might want to take a look at this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am trying my best. I'm not exaggerating. I was terrible. <laughs> I was really, really rough. It's like when I tell people how shy I used to be, and they're like, okay. I was terrible. Accurate. 100%. <laughs> There's no defending it. I, I was unstable in all of my ways. <laughs> I can't picture you shy. I just, I didn't know that. Holy Spirit helped a lot. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it wasn't what I got It here. wasn't like a shy in, it wasn't a shy in. Not when I got here. In front of people. Yeah, Before yeah, I got yeah, filled with the yeah. spirit, I was really shy and timid. Yeah. But when I got here, I was just fearful. Yeah. I had lots of fear and I didn't recognize it. And instead of dealing with emotions and growing in it, I just masked it yeah. even to myself. And I remember the day <laughs> uh, that we <laughs> did as an ELT, an emotional. That's my favorite laugh that you have. <laughs> <laughs> that one always makes me laugh. <laughs> We did an emotional quotient test as yeah, a team. I was going to bring that up. And it tested us in four, in the four areas of emotional maturity. I heard. <laughs> and it tested, like, I don't remember all of the four areas, but basically it was like not only how emotionally mature are you internally, but how emotionally mature do other people see you being? Yeah. Oh. And I remember taking oh. it, and I had a meltdown. <laughs> like, I called Pastor Nicole, and went, I don't want to share the results with everybody because people are going to see how awful I am, and this is terrible, and I don't want to do this. I forgot this. about that. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. Like, if you take an emotional maturity test and break down at the results, you might have some work to do. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm so fearful that people are going to see it and be like, 
<laughs> like, if we're talking, like, on a grading metric from school, I didn't even get C's. Like, I got F's on oh stuff. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, this is horrible. But oh when we all came together, everybody's average was low. Like, yeah. it's not like any of us were, like, acing it. It was, we all were in the... C, D range for a lot of it. Like there yeah. were outliers, but everybody had stuff to work on. And I remember yeah. feeling so relieved, like in the, after, after, like after. <laughs> there was no relief in the moment of, <laughs> well, Barrett, let's go over this 64% that you have here and this 53% that you have here. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. I remember taking the test. I was like, this is going to be fun <laughs> because nope. this is this is a real test. This is not like a curve. This is this is not giving us a curve to yeah. raise our grade up. This is yeah. it's a real. Yeah. And that's a great thing to in that book. I was going to bring it up. Um, you know, Romans, let me read this and then I want to talk about that book and then mm -hmm. talk about the results of emotional maturity. So. <clears throat> I'm so glad Romans chapter eight <laughs> and verse twelve says, "So then, brethren, we are under obligation. Hear that? We are under obligation yeah. to the Lord, is what it's mm -hmm. saying, not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the Spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. In other words, he's not saying if you're not perfect beyond this date. He's saying if, if you're not putting to death, if you're not actively putting down the deeds of the flesh, and in the context of today's, if you're not actively growing in your emotional maturity, yeah. then you know, this is a problem. Why we should be, and put that in the comments, we should be actively growing in our emotional maturity. And then verse 14, it wraps it up by saying, for all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God, yeah. or these are the children of God. Mm -hmm. And um, so when we took that test, it was, it was like one of my favorite ones that we ever did uh, <laughs> because it was real. Yeah. And, and it had... It even said in there that if you would raise your emotional maturity or your emotional quotient, um, your EQ, if you will raise it, the people that have the higher, like IQ, uh, the pay grades are all over the place. But EQ, they are directly proportional to our emotional maturity. Wow. Uh, our, our salaries, I think each point that you, according to their test, each point that you raised it up, uh, they, the average salary was like $2,500 higher. Yeah. Uh, it was over 2000 I, I remember. Over $2,000 a year higher for each one. So this is the emotional quotient literally brings wealth into your life by emotional maturity. And yeah. that's the world saying that. Yeah. And um, so it was a really, really, but here's what I saw. What was emotional maturity? It was Galatians 5, mm -hmm. verse 22 and 23, the fruit of the Spirit. It was the fruit of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. that, that's what emotional maturity is. Yeah. Love, joy, peace, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. It's all of this. You know, it's the fruit of the Spirit and walking in the fruit of the Spirit. They didn't define it like that. But when you look at it, that's exactly what it was. In other words, we gave ourselves to have fruit. Yeah. 
and it's the, the fruit of the Spirit. And we know that if we walk by the fruit of the Spirit, then we're going to operate at a different level. Yeah. Mom says she's got to go. See ya. Love you. Bye. And um, so we need to grow in this emotional maturity. Yeah. And go ahead. Well, we need to honestly examine ourselves. Like the yeah. reason that the test yes. was so devastating to me was because I hadn't wanted to truly evaluate myself. I, I didn't want to look in the mirror, honestly. I wanted to pretend like things were fine. Yes. And when I had the mirror held up to me, I didn't love it. But yeah. the That first... goes back to what we were saying the other day yeah. when we talked a couple of days ago was you wanted to fix the surface yes. but not the root. And the main thing in that book, the number one thing was self evaluation, yeah. you know, self-evaluation, and you have to be completely honest in your self-evaluation. Yeah. And you had just come to that revelation at that time, yeah. or were just applying it on a different level at that time, and um, where you started saying, oh, I can't just appear right. this way. I've got to change my yeah. character at the root. And But you were just getting to that place in, yeah. a, in a real way where the rubber meets the road there, mm -hmm. you know. And um, so, and everybody's at, at that place at some point. Mm -hmm. you know? Well, and the thing during that time, <laughs> the verse of that year and a half <laughs> that you preached more than you've ever preached it to my knowledge Hebrews of you. Hebrews 12, 11. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Hebrews 12, 11 was a life verse and is still there. <laughs> All discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful, <laughs> but sorrowful. <laughs> And I needed to know that, like, you, this won't feel good to you. To your cool. flesh. To your, your flesh. Yeah, my yeah. flesh isn't going to like it, ever. It's, it's never going to like it. It's never going to be fun for my flesh. That's right. But That's what that verse says. But yet, to those who have tr been trained by it, you're trained by discipline. You know, yeah. set your, or those who commit their work, or set your works that your thoughts may be established. You know, when you are trained by discipline, yeah. here's what it does. It yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. There's peace and there's righteousness that is in your life to be manifested through discipline and through emotional maturity. Yeah. And when you give yourself to it, it just becomes a lot easier rather yeah. than yeah. fighting it. Like just yes. giving in yeah. to the, yeah. okay, cool. And you, how many times, going back to the repetition, how many times did you say through Barrett's breakdowns, Barrett's crying, <laughs> Barrett's yelling, um, Barrett's running away, <laughs> all these things Okay, yes, sir. <laughs> repeatedly I did these things you would tell me that give yourself are you okay <laughs> I didn't have time. a chance I didn't have a chance to see if you're actually okay I want to check on you because I'm not sure <laughs> this is not an exaggeration like I did this the very like one of the very first services I was in pastor preached something and it scared me and I'm like I'm out I'm what did I preach I had been warned by people that if I came, you may be a cult. So you were talking about oh. a, a minister who, when he is under the Holy Spirit, like has a reaction. And I had been with people who had mocked that minister in particular. <laughs> so then you ministered on it and you're like, sometimes Holy Spirit manifests differently. I'm like, 
He's saying it's God. He, oh no. <laughs> so I, and this is right after I moved. So I'm like, I moved to a crazy church. Oh no. And I ran. And then pastor called me about 10 minutes later and he's like, you good? <laughs> and I pulled over and we chatted and I cried and it was fine. And then we just <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. It was rough. Did you cry when you realized you were wrong? Yeah. Yeah. That's when the I cried with the fact that he had to call me. I cried with the fact that I cried. I cried with the fact that we're talking. I cried with the fact that I pulled over on the side of the road. People were watching me cry in my car. Like I know. When you said I cried with the fact that I cried, I've done that. <laughs> I've done that. That's, that was typically what most of our corrections were, was him correcting me, then me crying through the correction, and then me crying about the fact that he had to sit through me crying through another crying fit. Like, it was so special. Let but. me tell you that patience and mercy is a gift from God. It gave you me. <laughs> patience and mercy is a gift from God. I'm fruit, guys. <laughs> Nicole could tell you, like, in, in terms of maintenance, <laughs> in terms of maintenance, look at Marky. I'm good. <laughs> in terms of maintenance, I, I pretty much despise maintenance. Yeah. Like, that's not who I am. But pastoring is straight up 100% maintenance. And I, I don't like doing maintenance on things, but maintenance with people, I like it's easy and I love yeah. it. It truly is a gift. Yeah. Well, and and y'all have proven that. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, and the thing, that, the thing that I love, like EO put, Rachel, a pastor's daughter, she put in the comments, <clears throat> I remember those times with laughing faces. But here's the thing about that. That comment to me is a testimony to me because back yeah. then my main concern <laughs> was that if I was transparent and people saw flaws, my main right. concern was that right. they would not be able to value me or respect me ever as a minister. I had, yeah. I had received the belief that I was too broken to minister. So when I moved here, yeah. I'm like, fresh start. No one knows me. We can start over. And then and real, quick, <laughs> yeah, and real quick, it was, let's shine the light on stuff. So the fact that, here's why Rachel's comment blesses me, is the fact that EO and I, like there's a relationship that Rachel and I have, that Abby and I have, that not many people outside of them have with me, that they've seen me at my lowest, yet I led them in youth and I'm still leading in other ways. And EO will still come to me with, Barrett, I need to talk to you about this. How do I handle this? Or what do you say here? And it shows me that even through my mess up, God is so much bigger than yes, where I thought right. I failed. Yeah, that's right. His power, his love, his mercy. And when I allow him to be him, fruit in me allows others to receive. He's in that bigger way. than the problems yes. that we've brought to the table. Yes. And, and put that, put that in the comments. Um, you know, God is bigger than the problems that we brought to the table. Yeah. Uh, he really is. Yeah. And, um, you know, if we'll just give ourselves to him, we can move through these areas yeah. quickly and move to strength. Yeah. yeah. But that truly is emotional maturity. You mm -hmm. know, I think all of us have been held up at some point because we didn't have the emotional maturity to stay under the discipline in that minute. Yeah. And we'd run from it. And um, then it would prolong the correction, which prolongs the blessings. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, so. Yeah. yeah. It, that accountability, though, like whether it's with the test or with you guys, like even there have been so many times, even this week, where 
um, to go back to what you're talking at the beginning of the broadcast, you're talking about um, like having head knowledge of something and having it in here. Like even this week tested that of okay, is it head knowledge or is it in here? Yeah. And it would be head knowledge. I would know. Okay, no matter like the joy of the Lord is your strength, but I would. And like like um, a couple of days ago, Pastor Nicole, or I think it was yesterday even, I think it was yesterday, <laughs> Pastor Nicole called me. She's like, okay, so where are you at? And she's like, I don't mean physically. Like, where are you at <laughs> mentally? Like, <laughs> like I'm I can on hear the it phone. <laughs> like, I'm so, on the phone. So I start talking to her and I'm like, I'm like explaining these things. And as it's coming out, like, there's just kind of like, Silence. I'm like, I, I didn't get it right. <laughs> like, <laughs> as, she's not saying. <laughs> she's not like, oh, okay. Like, there's just so. But but what I'm saying is, like, I like you can think that you know, but then as you as you submit it, as you're yeah. accountable, you guys are able to see it in a way that I can't. And I'll yeah. I'll think, okay, I'm yeah. doing this right. But it's it's like okay you're you're just kind of okay let me let me help you with this yeah. you're you're and I was trying and that's awesome yeah. but you guys are able to see it where see things that I can't see and and, and just kind of tune yeah. it and and help with that and because um, like there have been many times even like you guys telling me like you're doing so great like honestly like there are times where I'm like I I can't see certain things like in yeah. the moment I don't I might not be able to see if I'm really if I'm really hitting the mark or if I'm making it, might not be able yeah. to see. And I need that help of sure. helping me like with the EQ. I need that help of, okay, yeah. this is where you're at. This is where you need yeah. to be. So um, it's, it's vital. Uh, yeah, well, emotional, put this in the comments, emotional maturity will help keep me out of deception. Yep, yes. Emotional maturity will help keep me out of, of deception. And the reason is because... Uh, whether we recognize it or not, emotions will give us a perception of ourself. It's, it's like uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yep, yeah. That's based in emotions and fleshly thinking of, of what we intend to be uh, versus the perceptions and reality of the fruit that's actually being produced. And the reason why when you open up somebody and they can see things, especially a gift of a pastor, they can see things that you can't see mm -hmm. uh, because they see the, re the realistic fruit, not where you think you're at. Mm -hmm. And so when you think you're at a certain level because of your emotions, really, I really am a good person. Uh, and you think that everything's cool, but it's really not because your fruit's all over the place and you know, everybody else is complaining about you right now, but you think you're good, you know, uh, and that happens all the time, yeah. all the time. And so it's very important, you know, just a few weeks ago, we were talking about in Impact University about the team. And um, if there's anybody watching and you want to grow in the word, the Bible is life yeah. and uh, it's life to us. And if you want to grow in the fullness of life, you want to be a part of Impact University, we're going to have the uh, spring intake starting in January. And um, so you can go to <coughs> impactyou.org, impactyou.org, and fill that out. But uh, in Impact the other day, we were actually talking about, uh, you know, y'all did a team assessment, uh, and, and you got perspectives yeah. from other team members. And, oh, man, 
did my phone light up with little comments all over because everybody's like, I don't like what they said about me. It's like, well, they're thinking it all the time, whether it's just you're just finding out about it. In other words, our emotional immaturity and our lack of self-awareness yeah. has painted a picture in our head of this rosy, grass is greener place that is not the reality of who we are yeah. to people. Yeah. And their perception becomes, that's why, and the Bible says, talking about emotional maturity, abstain from the appearance of evil. So it's not just abstain from evil, abstain from the appearance mm -hmm. of evil, which means I should be emotionally mature to the point that I don't even appear that way. Yeah. I don't even appear evil in, yeah. in my things. And um, so emotional maturity, yeah, it'll keep us humble. Uh, emotional maturity will help us avoid mm -hmm. deception. Mm -hmm. uh, emotional maturity will help us enter into the blessings yeah. of God. Yeah. And because if we're not emotionally mature, we won't be walking in the things of God, which means we won't be walking in the life of God. And many times we'll be held back yeah. from his promises. And if we're held back, it's not just us that's being held back. It's the other people yeah. around us as well, because we are designed to be full to overflow. Yeah. And so if we're not yeah. overflowing in the life of God, we're definitely not going to help fill other yeah. people, yeah. which is our mandate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it goes back to, we've, it's been a theme this week. Ask early, yeah. ask often, ask, don't tell. Yes. And so like taking that survey test, whatever you want to call it, that we did in class the other day, part of it was to, um, you were supposed to give it to three people who know you very well and it like gauges how you, your output, like yeah. what they see. And so I gave it to George, I gave it to Pastor Nicole and Deb. They know me very well. Um, in different capacities. So I reviewed them and I was so excited because I'm like, I did know what my weak areas were. That's good. <laughs> I get to work on them. But so, uh, That's there were, great. With most of them, I was, I was on where they were, but there was one area in particular where George and I had rated me higher and Deb and Pastor Nicole rated me a little bit lower. And in the past, I probably would have been one of those people that I don't like what Pastor Nicole and Deb said, Pastor Brian. Um, but what I've learned, praise God, like it, it, I was excited because I'm like, that wasn't my first reaction, <laughs> and I didn't cry. <laughs> so good. My like literally, literally, my first reaction was I I sent a, a message to Pastor Nicole and Deb, and I asked. I was like. You rated me a little bit lower in this. What are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Because I have thought yeah. I've been here. You're seeing something different. Show me yeah. where the disconnect is so I can I can fix yeah. whatever the area is. And in asking, I was able, how they communicated it to me was just a different thought process toward it was, yeah. oh, I've just been thinking about this different. I can fix that. That's easy. Yeah. But before I would have gone emotional with it and just turmoiled it yeah. within myself. It allows you, emotional maturity allows you to run the race better and yeah. faster. Yeah. You know, it gets the obstacles out of the way. Most of the obstacles on the race are ourselves and our, un, our corrupted flesh, you know. Mm -hmm. And if we are emotionally mature, we'll, we'll remove those things. Not to mention emotional maturity being the fruit of the Spirit will give a better witness of Christ. Yeah. 
You know, emotional maturity will give a better witness of Christ. Emotional maturity will cause us to run the, our race better and faster. Put that in the comments. Those two things. And uh, it's, it's so very important. But, you know, even as we're wrapping up, I just looked up at the time. We're way past. That's what the oh my goodness was. Not yeah. that he was bored or my yeah. story was bad. No, I looked up and saw the time. <laughs> I was like, wow. But it's been good. I think people have been blessed by yeah. it. Uh, and this is life-changing if they'll apply it. So share the broadcast. I mean, this you know this will help people. If you haven't yeah. shared it already, share it. Yeah. But uh, looking into, we always do something financial, but imagine emotional maturity or immaturity uh, that, that gives itself to the emotion of a demonic doctrine that, you know, preachers are just in it for the money, mm-hmm. Right. So then you're going to have an emotion or what about the emotion of fear that I don't have enough money to give? Mm-hmm. Well, now you're going to be have a harvest stolen because of an emotion of fear, mm-hmm. right? And so in our, even in our giving, we can put on an immature emotion and not check it. And we literally will avoid a harvest or put off a harvest uh, that God wants us to have. Mm-hmm. And this is why it's, you know, it says that God is not uh, withholding any good thing to those who walk uprightly. Yeah. He's got all the good things, but we have to walk rightly. And a part of walking rightly is to be emotionally mature in every area of our life. Uh, not just how we receive messages, not just how we receive correction, right. uh, not just how we think about ourselves, but even even to the point of our giving, mm-hmm. we have to be emotionally mature. Even in our sowing, mm-hmm. uh, we have to be emotionally mature in uh, our ability to say, "No, I'm not going to watch that movie. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to play that game. I'm not." Uh, you know, we have to be emotionally mature to say, "I need to not work." From the dark of morning to the dark of night, which is what Psalms 127 says. And it says, I need to trust that I need rest time. I need play time. Uh, But at the same time, if it's today is uh, a day and the season is to have a harvest, now's the time to maybe work longer this day because it's harvest day, you know. Um, So you have to have the emotional maturity to say yes when you need to say yes, say no when you need to say no. And when you do that, you'll just constantly walk in more and more blessing, walk more uprightly. The good things of God will come to you. And so emotional maturity is huge. Uh, But many times we've been given and the world has taught us to give in to our emotions Mm -hmm. And give in to the thoughts that emotions bring. And we'll even pet those emotions. And they'll be our pet. We'll keep them around because our identity is wrapped up in worldly, fleshly emotions Mm -hmm. more than it's wrapped up in who we are in Christ. And the victory in Christ. And the joy in Christ. And our identity is wrapped up in that. It's like, if I give up this emotion, I cease to be who I've been. Good. Amen. Good. Because then you have the opportunity to step into who you really are in Christ. And it's so much better. It's so much better, so much more blessed, so much higher. And so emotional maturity will set us in our true identity in Christ. Amen. You know, let's put that in the comments. Emotional maturity will set us in our true identity in Christ. 
And um, so including like what we were just talking about giving, God wants you to be wealthy. Mm -hmm. But you'll never find that identity in Christ if you are emotionally immature when it comes to sowing. Right. And so these are the things that God wants us to see and understand uh, so that we'll walk as a witness of his goodness, not walk as a witness of a victim of the world. Yeah. Hear that. Emotional maturity will help us walk as a witness of his goodness, not a victim of the world, of a corrupted world. Amen. It's huge. It's so very important. And uh, it's something that we need to really check in ourselves, grow in, mm-hmm. and uh, become very emotionally mature. Amen. Mm-hmm. Walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. If you'd like to give today, we just praise God for you. And I thank you all for being so transparent and Y'all picking on me and me picking on you. It was <laughs> awesome. It was great. What a great it matured us. Day. It matured us all. And um, Buddy helped make me feel better about myself. It was great. And, uh, <laughs> Do you feel closer to us? We feel closer to us. Do you? <laughs> if you'd like to sew today, you're welcome to do that. Nobody has to. Uh, but if you'd like to, you're welcome to. You can, in Facebook, type in hashtag donate and the amount. Uh, or uh, you can go to givebc.org and you can sow into the kingdom of God and the good news of the gospel. Uh, right there, they'll put, the, uh, they'll put the graphic up on the screen. Uh, but we just love you and we praise God for you. If you haven't shared the broadcast already, go ahead and share it. And uh, thank you all for being so emotionally mature today. <laughs> Glory to God. I laughed really hard when I saw what what the topic was and that you had both of us on. I'm like, I did too. Oh man. <laughs> like, I did too. Like, as soon as I, like, I saw, she's like, look at Pastor's message. And so like, I looked at him and I was like, like showgirl on Broadway. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I looked at him and I was like, of course, it's this topic that he wants me on. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that was a great moment. Right a there. great accent. <laughs> I am, you, you don't know how much joy I had in typing that message out and sending it. I have a guess. You have a guess? <laughs> I was like, this is going to be fun. Oh, my gosh. And she knows. She's been around a long time, and she knows that. So when it happened, she was excited. I know. <laughs> Donate and the amount. I don't know. said, thanks for donating. Somebody said, what did I just donate? Good luck with that. You just donated a million dollars. You broke the system. Oh, I didn't know it would do that. That's so Whoa. funny. I'm really excited Thanks for, for you donate. to check your bank account. Yeah, I want to go. You have what to ha- go what would happen the... if you like type like donate love or like donate hugs? <laughs> Lord bless the seed. <laughs> See, when things can happen, not just when you type in weird donation amounts, but when things can happen to you. And you respond emotionally mature, yeah. you'll move through a problem just like that. Yeah. yeah. You can move right through it just like yeah. that, and it's awesome, but anyway. I'm not done laughing at it. Like, I'm going to be laughing today. <laughs> Amen. Joni says, that was a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah. You are welcome. Yeah. That's good. We love people learning from our mistakes. Legitimately. To, oh, yeah, we really do. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. That's true. I'm, I'm happy. I, I don't like making mistakes, but I'm happy that people can learn from them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Mm -hmm. It was one of the things I was the most excited about Marky being here for, like as we've talked about growth, because different, not everything, but different things like with emotional growth and stuff. I'm like, I did that. I can help with that. I can tell her all the things not to do. Like all of them. It helps so much though. Like when someone and when they've actually, not when someone's just like giving you like emotional garbage of, yeah, I went through that. But like when they actually have learned something and they give it. It's <laughs> very, that was very sassy. Um, but like hearing you say something or hearing you tell the story of it, it's a big difference. Like immediately, if you start telling a story, I'm like, oh, like it's it's so much more yeah. helpful mm -hmm. and interesting. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. it really is. Um, well, and the reason I had you on is because you truly are a testimony yes. to growing in this area, yes. and you have testimonies of that and and recent proof of, yes, this works. And yes. that's why I wanted you to be on, but um, I did enjoy sending. And I, no and I imagined in my head how you would respond to it. That was the fun. I laughed in the car. I read it, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what a good thing. <laughs> but I love it now, you know, Pastor Nicole, she'll say that, she's told me before that she's able to identify fear quickly yeah. because that's something she had to put down. This is genuinely one of my favorite things to talk about now yes. because the Lord, I'm not, I haven't arrived. I'm growing yeah. in it still, but the Lord's taken me from, from cry fest palooza yeah. into growing in it. And I love watching other people yeah. get help yeah. and growing. It's exciting. Well, what you just said, there's, you know, the Lord said to me years ago, and you can apply this in multiple ways as he said, Learn to recognize the emotion of fear. Mm -hmm. yeah. Learn to recognize the emotion of fear because if you don't learn to recognize that emotion, that's the main emotion that every bad emotion stems from. Mm -hmm. If you don't learn to recognize it when it's happening, uh, you will be deceived about the schemes of the devil and you'll fall for them. Mm -hmm. But if you learn to recognize that emotion of fear, that will uh, highlight you and ring the alarm uh, set off a red flag in your life quicker than anything else that the devil is afoot. You know, he's up to something. And, and it'll, it'll highlight to you, oh, this is what's attached to it, and that's why I need to put that down. Yeah. So, Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. Hey, we love you. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back tomorrow. We're talking about tomorrow. What happened in Mexico did not stay in Mexico. The title has changed, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what happened in Mexico did not stay in Mexico. And uh, we're going to talk about that. It's going to be awesome. You like it? I knew we'd get there. <laughs> That's what I thought the whole time. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Tomorrow at 1130, what happened in Mexico did not stay in Mexico. Bye. <laughs> 11.30, make sure you're there. Goodbye, I'm all done. <laughs>